This is a HeadGum Podcast. Munch Madness 2024 is presented by Factor. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. Mitch, you'll have over 35 different options to choose from each week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Wow. Nick, Factor has two-minute meals. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup required. Flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Calculating, calculating. <laughs> you are saving opposed to going out and getting food, right, Wags? That's right. We did the math. We did the math. Head to factormeals.com slash doughboys50 and use code doughboys50 to get 50% off. That's code Doughboys50 at factormeals.com slash Doughboys50 to get 50% off. Thank you, Factor. Thank you, Factor. On June 16, 1975, the Los Angeles Lakers and Milwaukee Bucks consummated a five-player trade that would land Hall of Fame center Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in purple and gold. The acquisition of the league's all-time leading scorer would help propel the Showtime Lakers to five NBA championships in the 1980s, entrenching Kareem's legacy as one of the greatest, if not the greatest, of all time. But one of the players exchanged for Kareem would become a legend in his own right, a first-round draft pick out of Louisville named Junior Bridgman. In the off-seasons during his esteemed 12-year NBA career, mostly spent with the Bucks, Bridgman dutifully learned the ins and outs of fast-food franchising by working at a Wendy's drive-thru, and after he and his jersey were retired, he invested his earnings into becoming a franchise owner himself. Bridgman ably bridged the gap to this new phase in his career, eventually coming to own over 160 Wendy's and 120 Chili's locations, amassing a fast-food fortune that dwarfed his earnings as a player. And his success would inspire the next generation of athletes-turned-chain-restaurant entrepreneurs, including Magic Johnson, who established Starbucks and TGI Friday's franchises, Jamal Mashburn, who owns dozens of Outback Steakhouses and Papa John's, and current Laker and the man who may someday challenge Kareem's scoring title, LeBron James who, in 2012, invested $1 million in a startup pizza chain founded by Wetzel's Pretzel's luminaries Rick and Elise Wetzel. The concept was inspired by the couple's trip to a Pasadena Chipotle outlet, where this king and queen of twisted dough quickly realized the counter-service workflow could apply to another type of dough, personal pizzas. Customized to order and quick-fired in ovens that can reach 900 degrees, the build-your-own-za gimmick was a monster hit, and the eatery became the fastest-growing fast-casual chain of not just the 2010s, but of all time, on pace for 1,000 locations this coming decade. Today, James's initial investment has grown almost 50-fold, and his hybrid franchise owner-slash-spokesperson role has proved beneficial for both he and the Wetzel's Italian-American brainchild. And while Junior Bridgman recently exited fast-food franchising in favor of the more lucrative cola bottling, it's his business acumen that's inspired countless professional athletes to thrive after their playing days, via chain restaurant empires. This week on Doughboys, Blaze Pizza. 
Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, alongside my co-host, Chewanon, the Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell. Chewanon. So I believe I believe in some like chew like eating truths that others don't believe. Like I have far-fetched conspiracy yeah. theories about like uh hmm, maybe like cupcakes are actually pie. Yeah, there you go. That tracks completely. <laughs> the cockamamie theory you have. Cupcakes, which has cake in the name, is more classified as a pie. Uh, and also, dude, pizza is a sandwich. <laughs> Whoa, man. You're fucking twisted. <laughs> Trevor from Tucson sent that in. Roastspoonman at gmail.com is the address. We have a roast for the top of the show. Mm. Mitch, how you doing? You were, just, you were just eating your first meal as we're about to record. We're recording the late afternoon. Mm-hmm. You had, you had a rough night's sleep. Well, yeah, I was eating. I, it was prepared at about two forty. Yeah, late lunch. I mean, if you hit four o'clock, lunch is just done. You don't get to do lunch, right? Yeah. I mean, is that true? Maybe, maybe there's some late lunchers. Maybe people have eaten lunch at four. I think four p.m. is like the cutoff for mm. I, that. That becomes an early dinner. Okay. I so mean, like, the- like you can't you can't be eating lunch at four. I, I'll give it to you between three and four, but once it gets four p.m., that's that's too much. That's too far. So you just say lunch is not possible at four. I don't think so. Sounds like you're fucking chewing on. <laughs> and I'm sure that you, I'm sure you uh, I'm sure that you have uh, ties to Epstein as well. <laughs> All right. What did you, what did Q I uh, Q I'm calling him Chew. What did what did Q what was Q's ties to um to what was his ties to what what is it's his deal? It's way too complicated. I honestly don't even know if there's explicit ties. Look, I'm just gonna say it. We welcome Q listeners to this pod. No response. Weiger. Sorry, I had you mute. I was muted for a second. I was typing. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, I think that uh. I, there, the Q already has eating, um, uh, uh, you know, conspiracies because they, oh, they right. think that Chrissy Teigen eats babies. Yeah, oh. that's true. It's all that Pizzagate stuff because that's that's the whole uh, evil was tell, was talking about that. There's like supposedly that video. I think it's called Frazzle Drip. That mm-hmm. is, uh, uh, yeah, they all have Hillary. very sensible names. So yeah. <laughs> now hold on a second. I'm gonna say I welcome Q listeners to the pod, mm-hmm. and then. As this is released, it will just be 30 seconds of silence where you sound mad. <laughs> yeah. Where we all are quietly judging you. You have to pay attention to who's muted. Hey, Wags, we take yes. any listener we can get. It's true. We're craving like that. Give us the scum of the earth. Were you guys passing out uh, stickers at the QAnon rally? <laughs> Just have it here. <laughs> oh, that's right. There was one in Hollywood. God, mm-hmm. it's fucking. Uh, yeah. What a what a fucking bad world. What a disaster. Yeah, it's really weird. Um, it, you know, it, it's like like are we running out of actual things to be upset about? We yeah. need to start making them out of candy floss. I just I just googled QAnon and um, the, the latest the latest thing they have is that. Diddy Kong is actually Donkey Kong's son. That's fucked up. 
There's no way that's true. <laughs> that can't Different be species. true. But I mean, that's exactly the kind of information that you have access to when you have the highest clearance level in the government. It's which true. Is the Q level. So. Yeah. That would from that I would infer that Q is a Kremlin. Wow. You think Q could be King K rule himself? It's possible. Who King, knows? King Q rule? <laughs> <laughs> Why is the NBA season was almost canceled? Yes. Um which is cool. It might still be. We'll see, we'll see we'll see what happens by the time this episode releases. We don't know. Whatever the players would like to do, we support them. Yes. Um I yeah. We support the players 100% wise. What, what's going on over there? What, what's happening? What do you mean Me? what's happening? No, no, no. With Weiger, he's looking He's looking over to the side. What's going on here? I was grabbing my coffee. I got a travel mug I'm sipping on. Mm. My my dog is being a, a kookaroo. <laughs> oh, no. We got our own things we're dealing with, and you got a thing you're supposed to be doing, which is playing your drop. Yeah, I know, but you're not paying attention. I am paying attention. <laughs> I'm fully engaged. You're not fully engaged. You were looking off to the side. I was grabbing my travel mug. Why do you have a... Why? why? You're home. You don't travel. Here's what's nice about the travel mug at home. Keeps my drink warm, and I sip it. Now, if I just had an open mug of coffee, that thing is going to be room temp. 20 to 30 minutes... Yeah. (laughs) Foul. That's going to be 20 to 30 minutes uh, into the episode. That's going to be room temp. This is going to stay hot for the most of the record... And I'll sip it instead of chugging. I'm talking the NBA season, you're, and you're acting like a regular Linda Richman over there. <laughs> the Mike Fresh, Myers character from Fresh Coffee Talk. Reference. <laughs> coffee, wow. coffee. Wow. <laughs> Making the references. The Mixter. <laughs> Cutting edge. Why, well, I'm verklempt. Is that what they says? Yes. All Talk right. Amongst yourselves. Yeah, talk amongst yourselves. Um, I don't know if I can do that. I should stop doing that impression. Here we go. Howdy ho to Spoon Nation. Here's a little drop. Ah. Fuck. Wow, it's a live drop. It's a live drop. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! The man goes woo. I think it was worth it. I think that well, nice Rick, yeah, slayer. I, was, I, I, I really have egg on my face. <laughs> in our business, drop. in our business, having egg on your face is a good thing, right, Wags? Hmm. <laughs> means you're doing your job. That's right. Yeah, it means you're do, you're really getting gritty. You're getting in there and shoving your face in the eggs. Egg on your face is actually one of the grosser foods to have on your face, huh? Yeah, it's pretty gnarly, especially if you have a beard. Yeah, you, yeah, you get yeah. like a like a crispy old like bit of yolk in there or something. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If we're talking yeah. like a fried egg, or if it's it's like kind of like a like a yeah like a gooey part. Yeah, like a runny no fun. runny yolk, and it's ugh. look soft boiled. Yolk beard is no joke. I. Uh... <laughs> oh yeah, you did that series of PSAs. I did <laughs> with that. It really set you up. <laughs> I I deal with yolk beard probably in a year, probably about three hundred and sixty times in a year. Wow. wow. 
So like every other week, every week you, you maybe take a day off. <laughs> wow. That's a lot of, that's a lot of eggy yolks. I mean, eggy beards. Of, yeah. You should practice eating eggs more. Mm. Try to get that fork fully in your mouth before you close and bite. Are you just, are you just kind of tossing it at your face? <laughs> I just toss it at the face. Have you, do you ever eat, do you ever eat soft boiled eggs? This, this feels like a very New Englandy. Because like a soft boiled egg also has like a like a little holder if you've ever had one. Yes, but like an I, egg cup. Yeah, I feel like I can picture myself as like a little New England boy, dressed up in like, and like a Easter a outfit, suit. a little <laughs> suit, and having sitting and having a, mm-hmm. a, a soft boiled egg. Uh, um, um, sweetly thanking your mother for it. Thank, <laughs> thank you, mummy. Yeah, a hundred percent, and with I a mean, bubble juice chop chip on the sidewalks, but um. They they were they were good and I, I no one ever gets soft boiled eggs right like who eats soft boiled eggs in this world? I actually what you described was my childhood because I'm uh, my dad is English English. Wow. So we so I had like a little Paddington egg cup and I would wow. have my soft boiled egg with the toast soldiers and you dip them in. Yes. And I did in fact call my mother mummy. I mean so I did as was, well. I I mean I'm right. Mummy I'm right. not mommy. Mummy with you. I mean, that's how everyone says I say mummy. I say, oh, God, I say mum in like M-U-M. <laughs> but in your head, it's an O. Yes, why? But everyone says I say mum, correct? Yes, yes. But in your head, it's an O. Yes, but also I think that this is a New England Northeast thing is that a lot of those weird English things we kind of stuck around in New England. and, and we say and, swimming costume? No, but I've heard swimming costume before, especially from like older like older people in Quincy growing like, like up. Like superheroes that go swimming? Yeah. <laughs> like Aquaman. <laughs> that drop uh, came from Matt. And he writes, Dear Doughboys, hope you enjoy this. My very first drop. It's super short and was inspired by a very wider turn of phrase concerning the nature boy, Ric Flair. Much love to the extended Doughboys verse in these difficult times. May we all go, woo! Edge, Matt. He says wow. edge and calm, like instead of like good day or whatever. The mu- yes. oh, Also, the music sample is Super Bon Bon from 90s alt rock group Soul Coughing. We know that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I said cake. I, 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 that, that was uh, like a not like in the, the mid to late 90s WBCN in Boston. That's a that's a that was like a staple song. I feel like that song. Super mm. Bon Bon. Mm. And you're in Boston lo- now, right? No, I'm not. Where are I you? got to I got delayed. Uh, I got delayed. I, I got a I got I got a I got a uh, a part in a small film, so I'm sticking around for uh, a couple weeks. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Breaking choose. Congrats, Mitch. And we should formally introduce our guest. Yes. A writer, actor, and comedian whose credits include the Late Late Show and the new Disney Plus series Earth to Ned. And her new album, Regarding My Lovers, is available now. Eliza Skinner is back. Thank you for joining us again, Eliza. Yeah, it's me. I've been talking. All right. <laughs> I find it hard to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. The, the first, the, our first 10 minutes before we introduce our guest is always death. So it's nice to have, <laughs> it's nice to have someone uh, who can be uh, funny actually talking. Um, we, I, I want to ask of just uh, you guys, right? Yeah, instead of us. <laughs> Uh, I wanted to ask, um, uh, radio stations came up. You have some history with radio. I mean, college radio. College radio, yes. Yeah. 
I was the hardcore director of my college radio station. Um, and for a while I was a librarian. Um, yeah, I also, uh, I, I did a, I did a really weird radio show that was, was free form. All of our radio shows had to have a format and like stick to it. Um, except the ones that were from midnight to 6am. So I did a radio show that was 3am to 6am where I would just play a weird mix of novelty songs and hardcore punk. Um, so it was a show for no one. <laughs> and because it was that early, I remember walking back to my dorm, like do I remember walking there, doing the show in pajamas, walking back to my dorm, holding LPs and just laying down on the sidewalk and going to sleep for a little while. Just being wow. like, uh, I'll go the rest of the way later. Just, I just need to catch a little shut eye. Yeah. Young people are crazy with their bodies. (laughs) They don't treat them right. They'll put, they eat bad food inside of them. They don't sleep with them. It's young people. Yeah. Um, We, uh, we, Mitch and I grew out of that. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Well, you guys at least beat each other, beat yourselves up for it. (laughs) That's true. You're doing it, but you're like, oh no, I am tortured by this food. I am cursed to eat. (laughs) (laughs) I, I remember, I remember when I was working at, the Simpsons, which I've said on this podcast thousands of times, I get made fun of for. Yeah. Um, okay. Wow. Do we need to ask follow up questions? Or <laughs> I was a, an assistant to the writers, um, mm-hmm. but uh, and he did Barney's mocap. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Homer. That's <laughs> the best I you can know, do. Mocap is not is an audio. <laughs> yeah, no, you I kept getting that note. You didn't need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> and who why are you thinking Homer? They'd say. Um, uh, I was I would thank Homer every day for my job. I was very uh, happy to have it. But uh, I uh, I I remember one time driving back from that job, and then I had to go up to the birthday boys because you know when you're in your twenties doing comedy, you do it every night for whatever you know why why I don't know. It, it wastes. It wasted it's the some time. Ever? Why isn't everybody doing this? Have they heard about it? We could all be doing comedy all the time. <laughs> it um. Why? Because I know that you think it was a waste of time for for all of us. But yeah. Um, I remember just getting to my house and being so tired, and then just falling asleep in my car for two hours, and then just driving up to the birthday boys, and I was like, "This sucks." I remember being like, "This is this is this is bad." This you is sleep a bad in your parked car. You sleep in your parked car outside your apartment. I like got to my apartment and was so tired and was just listening to the radio and was like, I got to go because I had to go in. Yes. And I had like a couple hours before the meeting started. Fell asleep in my car, then woke up, then just drove up to the birthday boy's house. I don't think I could sleep in a car. Eliza, can you catch? Uh, can you get some shut eye in a car? No, not really. Um, I've never been good. Well, you know what? If it's moving, yeah, I can. I can do that wow. like sitting up zombie sleep thing, you know, where your head like rolls back and your mouth opens up and you look like a corpse. Yeah. That. Um, but just like parking and sleeping in it, uh, I don't think so. And now I've got a Mazda Miata. So oh, yeah. those seats don't go back at all. Right. So I, I wouldn't be able to even lean back. I would just look like a, a strange middle-aged woman having a midlife crisis right in front of the world, right in front of everyone in the world. Um, I've, 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 I've been, I've, I've attempted to, I mean, like I told you when I was younger, Nick, I'd go to Sonny McLean's in Santa Monica and 
Yes. And if, and if uh, you know, I, I would have a couple drinks and sometimes I just sleep in my car till the next morning. And I don't I'd, know I'd, how you can do I I can't like I need to I need to recline. Cuz I was I can't, trash. If I'm, up, I was a if I'm upright I can't. Yeah, I guess maybe if I was if I was hammered, I could fall asleep upright in a car. But I, it's just no, I it's just so I was, challenging. I didn't mean I me. was trashed. I'm saying I I was I was I was trash. Oh god! Right. It. It's yeah. Weiger's like the fancy boy, and you're the you're the rough rider. I was right? the rough rider. I was covered in <laughs> wrappers. I didn't care. I mean, it was uh, mm-hmm. I mean, sleeping in a car is 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 not is not fun. It's in, it's it's not Unless comfortable. It's moving. Then it's like. Mm. You know, you have that little hum, you have a little move. It's like the way that you put babies to sleep in moving cars. Yeah. Mm. There's there's a soothingness. Also, I think there's something emotionally soothing about it because, like, someone else, like, as long as you're not driving, if you're driving, you shouldn't sleep in a car. But yes. if someone else is driving, then you're like, oh, I'm being taken care of. I am being mm. moved. The temperature is right. <laughs> and you sleep. Wise, right, wise. Didn't you didn't you recently talk about this? That it's that sort of thing of. You'll never get that experience of your dad taking you out of a car. Oh as yeah, a, that's the last time I can remember falling asleep in in a vehicle was as a, as a young child. I I can't. I haven't done it in thirty years. I mm. I can't like even if someone else is driving. I'm just I'm just wired if I'm in a vehicle. You can't you sleep on planes either. Cars. Can't sleep on planes. You, you, you can't sleep on planes that much, right? Hmm. <laughs> You're so well, excited. Love, I'm in a car. I love the car. Yeah, I love the Cars franchise, so maybe that's that's a <laughs> transference. No, I, I don't like. I actually don't like being in cars. I get very anxious driving or being a passenger. Yeah. I, I'm sure that's part of it. You get the urge to fucking put the car into oncoming traffic. I, <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? You you have the urge to fucking turn the wheel. The unwanted thoughts. <laughs> We're all like a moment away from going Michael Douglas and falling down, right? <laughs> Absolutely losing it, um, I, Eliza. I gotta ask you something. Oh God! Now, on a lot oh, of God. on a Next, lot of film, what is it? What is it? <laughs> on a lot of film and TV shows, um, um, what the hell? A lot. Uh, uh, is it a ghost? No, you know what it was. It was Alexa. Thought I said. Uh, thought I said. Oh, uh, with my name. Mm. Yeah, mm. that's what it was. She's talking right now. She's still talking. I don't know what the fuck she's talking. I can't about. hear. I enjoy talking to my it Alexa. It sounds like, like you're recording my... a bad podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Would you please stop? I enjoy talking to my Alexa like she's my 13-year-old daughter that I've had enough of. Like, <laughs> Alexa, stop. Alexa, <laughs> stop. Ugh, I'm so sorry. She's not like this usually. <laughs> Alexa, if you don't stop, you'll eat in your room. <laughs> sorry. That would rule. Um, so, a lot, so a lot of film and TV shows, they have military advisors. Was that kind of why you hired Weiger for Earth to Ned, the show about right. this alien creature? <laughs> yes, that, that was it. I, I was like, we need someone to take the alien perspective here <laughs> and be able to live in the brain of a non-human residing on Earth and parsing their way through human culture. Yeah. And I was like, got it. who can do that more than someone who I know who is set up ways to quantify fast food um, or qualify <laughs> rather fast food uh, with tables and charts. So it, it, yeah, pretty much. He's the charts guy. He, <laughs> <laughs> also, he's funny sometimes and we, we needed some of that too. Mm. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Disagree. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
but that's yeah, your Mitch banter. Here. That's how you guys do. <laughs> Will they, won't they? When's it going to happen? Ah, uh, Sam and Diane. <laughs> Uh, Eliza, the, do we? Uh, I, I have to ask because I, I'm asking this of everyone because of our unique unique circumstances right now. Uh, how has being uh, locked in uh, during this this time of quarantine affected your dietary habits? Um, I've started eating my hair. Um, no, I <laughs> I've gotten a lot better at cooking. Um, there's a a lot of things that I make now that I'm like I can't believe I ever thought this was not something I could just make, um, right. and kind of have anything that I want. Um, I, that's, that's probably the main thing. What, um, what's an example, what's an example of something you're like, I never deigned to try this in the past, but you know what? I'm just going to go for it. I make chilaquiles for breakfast like every day. Wow. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Like from scratch. Um, and that to me before was like, well, that's something only a restaurateur could do. And I'm like, <laughs> I just wake up, I chop up my, my onions, my vegetables, I get it all going. Bim, bam, boom. Damn. Got a, got a, got a brunch level breakfast every day. I've gotten into making Ethiopian food, um, wow. which is a lot easier than I thought. But the injera, which is the buckwheat bread, I haven't been able to make that yet because it takes 96 hours. And you, it's fermented from the yeast in the air. And I'm like, I don't even know if I've got yeasty air in here. And do I want to know if I've got yeasty air in here? So <laughs> I'll just, I'll, I, I buy the injera or I order it. And um, sometimes the, the, the food also, but like every, I, I can, I can make the, the foods. It's just. That's uh, impressive. Yeah. I've been trying to make um, I, my, my project now and I have not figured it out is making like tempura um, Japanese eggplant medallions and then putting mm. honey on that because I saw wow. it on uh, Britain's Best Home Cook, which is one of my favorite quarantine shows now. Um, it's uh, It's got Mary Berry from uh, Great British Bake Off. Oh. But I'm not that much of a baking person. So this is, it's pretty much Great British Bake Off, but they're making like right. roasts and risotto and... Stuff that I actually am like, oh, I want to try to make yeah, that. Yeah, that's that's more my make a- that's more my speed because I, I always, you know, baking is such a formula, and I always feel like I'm just gonna fuck it up because hey, you have to be so precise with everything. Yeah, there's mm. not a lot of in the moment creativity with baking. Right, it's following an exact recipe and then trying to make it look perfect, and neither of those things are are my strong suits. Yeah, I mean, you get I, it. <laughs> Honestly, look, I need to start. I was telling you guys I've been doing some taxes, and I and I spent as a single man who lives alone. I eat out constantly. Not two men who live together. <laughs> I I eat out constantly, and I and I'm like, oh, I gotta. I spend too much money on takeout and stuff. I gotta. I gotta do stuff. But baking and the stuff you're talking about, it just seems like it's a. It seems like that's three hours of, of my day that I... Uh, that's what I thought, but it doesn't actually take that long. But on the other hand, as far as eating out, ordering out, I've been... Anytime I do that, my stance on myself is I am an American hero. I am a hero. I am helping the industry. I am helping true. restaurants. I huh. am such a good person. Um, it's almost selfish to cook at home. You know, <laughs> you know what? I never thought about myself that way. I am a good person. <laughs> yeah. 
but yeah, I think if you're yeah, definitely. I think if you're supporting a local business and you're and you're tipping well and it's you know and you're not dining in, um, then I think hmm. that's yeah, that, that's those those all seem like positive things. McDonald's is pretty local. It was created in California. <laughs> uh, I think it's expanded since then. Mm. I um, it's funny the different food things that have become comforts like I the, the idea of a happy meal popped into my head a couple months ago and I was like oh no I want it so bad like with a toy in the box and it all smells salty oh god but they don't even do that do it that way anymore and I tweeted yeah. something about it and so like other people were like yes I want this or maybe actually I think Lauren Lapkus tweeted something about it. And I was like, I was just thinking this. Anyway, Erin um, Whitehead, you guys know her. Uh, yeah, of course. Responded to all of this saying exactly which Happy Meal toy she wanted, which was the uh, Gonzo in a plane. And I found it on eBay. And wow. I bought it and I sent it to her. and was like, wow. Get some food. Stick it in a bag with this guy. That's, <laughs> that's as close as we can get. If this is going to make some joy for this weird quarantine life. <laughs> I, it's amazing that you can just find all that shit. That just basically anything that's ever been you know, bundled with a fast food item is is available for resale. Well, I mean, I collected some of that stuff when I was a an action figure collector, which I was. Wow. Which I, I was collecting action figures before I was reading comic books. That's what got me into comic books, which is how you know that I had a limited number of friends. Um, <laughs> I was a real <laughs> super nerd. <laughs> but yeah, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, you gotta, we gotta go and get all of the all the uh, X Men cartoon toys. Save them. These are gonna be worth so much money." Cut to me, like twenty years later, selling an entire box of. Some still in the packages, uh, action figures, Happy Meal toys, all that shit for like 20 bucks for the whole huge wow. um, uh, comic book long box of them. Yeah, because I guess there was a lot of that when collecting that became more of a thing. It's just like the value got dep depressed because they weren't nothing was rare anymore right i remember we had, we had some kenner star wars action figures that for a time were pretty valuable but then there became like you know then subsequently everyone began collecting these things and now there's just no market for them yeah there mm. I, I read a book about um the beanie baby bubble that was pretty fascinating because like the guy who started beanie babies Mm -hmm. is like this toy Liberace kind of guy who's had all this plastic surgery and is very fancy. And his thing with the Beanie Babies was that when they first came out, the colors of them weren't exactly right for his his dream each time. And so he'd be like, we have to redo these peacocks. They need to be a, a more green shade of blue. And so people would see them in stores and be like, oh shit, there's variations. That probably means they're worth something. And then people were like mortgaging their house to buy more Beanie Babies eventually. Yeah, I remember that whole trend. It was bananas. Yeah. Yes. Like now, so many people just thought this was like an ironclad investment. Like they were getting in on the ground floor with Yahoo stock. <laughs> and it was and then it was just like, yeah, you, then have you seen that photo of that? That it's like this this couple getting a divorce and they're splitting up their Beanie Baby collection in court. Yeah. It's just like, what a, what a fucking mm. bizarre time gap. I mean, at least stay together till the Beanie Babies are in college or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> did you guys, or have, did you guys ever collect stuff? I, I collected every, I had a collection before it was of certain things. It was a box that I called my collection and I just put shit in there. Wow. I'm wow. a big time collector. 
But did you guys ever have any collections? I um I'm a hoarder, so in many ways, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, jars of toenails. <laughs> urine. Jars of toenails and urine. I'm not a I'm not Howard Hughes wags. I, I didn't I didn't save any of that stuff. No, you're not a you're not, not a hygienic man, but you keep well, you have a lot of clutter. You have a lot of, of possessions that you want to hold on to. I've 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 a lot of yeah, I've got I, so yes, I I I I I remember at one point I had I did I did get pogs at one point. I think like any uh. like I was on that Oh yeah. I was on that trend of like any sort of eighties and nineties things of like Ninja Turtles, Ghostbusters uh and then like it i my it started to the the sun started to set around uh uh power rangers that's kind of my yes. so like that is that's that and i i could say anything that any kid in that stretch had and i and i probably food fighters wagger do you remember i've talked about them on the the show oh, before yeah, yeah i've fighters. thought about those in a long time food fighters i i had like I, every I really battle like trolls was, i had that was like the height of advertising to kids yeah. Like, yes. It was such, hey, are you cool? Wanna be? How about you fight with these fighting t- food toys? And I'd be like, <laughs> I don't want to be accepted. <laughs> like, I, I mean, maybe I just don't watch kids' TV anymore, but I, 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 th- that feeling of being manipulated into being cool and popular from these toys that, that yes, were built right. to be collected because they were only, well, I mean, if you have the grilled cheese, you got to get the pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Bat, can't, that, the, can't play with just one. That, that I feel like I had most of the like I think not not most of but probably like at least three or four of them. And then I remember Battle Trolls, which I didn't even one. I for real was afraid of trolls. I saw that movie. Mm. Tr- I saw that movie Troll. Remember that movie Troll? I saw that as a young kid. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a horror movie. Yeah, Sonny Bono's in it. Yeah, so this is famous. Part of the era of little little thing horrors. So so you had your right. uh, your your gremlins, you had your chuds, you had your yes. trolls, troll and ghoulies, and troll, of course. The ghoulies. Mm-hmm, the ghoulies. Julia Louis Dreyfus is in it too. Sonny yeah. Bono, Julia Louis Dreyfus in like a very 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 early role. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a little troll in it, and he fucking he sticks people with the with the fucking his ring that has a little thing on it. It's it scared me, and so I was legit afraid of trolls. Mm. But then Battle Trolls came out, and Battle Trolls, I, I, the the commercial worked. Battle Trolls are out of control. That was the commercial, and it worked on me. I got the Battle Trolls. Holy I don't remember shit, the Battle Trolls at all. Multitudes, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Watchimals were too cool, so I got Watchimals. I'll tell you one troll oh, thing cool. I did like: the the ride at uh, at Disney. The uh, what was it called at Disney World? Oh, the one in the 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 Iceland ride or the Norse ride? No, the, the, yeah, the, yeah, the Nor- it was the Norway. Norway, it, it yeah, was, where um, it's like, here's how we get oil out of the ocean, and this is how we fish and make sweaters, and also there's a troll now. Whoa, go back! That ride was crazy. <laughs> it didn't make any sense. It was because it's Epcot, where it's all about um, science or industry. Right? Yeah, it was called it was called Maelstrom was the was the uh, name of the ride. Um, yeah. They replaced it I, with the Frozen ride. They replaced it with the fucking Frozen ride, which is trash. I'm sure it's not it's not about the industry of Norse countries and then suddenly trolls trying to get your your little boat. Um, they took away Ellen's energy adventure also, which really fucking bums me out. Oh, wow. Man. 
I, I got I got I got stuck on that ride once and uh, Ellen started yelling at us. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here? Get out of here. You stink. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So she treated you guys the way she treats uh, her writers, apparently. <laughs> Maybe that's where she gets writers. <laughs> if you can withstand this ride, you can work. <laughs> you're you're saffed. <laughs> Eliza, do you ha- are, are do you like in a do you like a theme park? Do you, are, love, are you a theme park enthusiast? Love them, yeah. Uh, part of my regression in Quar has been um, buying a lot of uh, like memorabilia from my local theme parks from when I was a kid. Wow! So like rides that have been taken away because they killed people and stuff uh <laughs> getting t-shirts for those um really regressing and living uh my my dream life when i was 11 when i was mm. like 11 and i would look at the teenagers and be like they are so cool they have season oh, passes yeah. they get to ride the shockwave and the loch ness monster as often as they want and now i'm like yeah that's me that's me it taking it back Wow. Uh, what were some of your what, wait? What were some of your local parks, and what were some of your favorite attractions? Um, Kings Dominion, which then became Paramount's Kings Dominion, and uh, Bush Gardens, Bush Gardens Williamsburg. Which I like Bush Gardens because it was divided. It was the old country, so you know how they have like different worlds in any theme park. This one, right. those worlds were different countries, so all the rides were country themed. So it would be like, Oh, you'll ride on Da Vinci's cradle in Italy. You can also get pasta there. Um, and in Scotland, they had the Loch Ness monster, which was a great ride. It's a bunch of loops, double loops. There's an inside loop part moves really fast. So the line moves fast. I really liked the big bad wolf. That was one of those ones. You were kind of like hanging, like you would be in a ski lift. Um, so it really swung you around a whole lot, but it did murder a park employee. So they had to get rid of that. Oh man! Um, Wait, yeah. what? What? What nation was Jesus. that affiliated with? Germany. Got it. Yeah. It's like um, a Brothers Grimm thing, I guess. That's the connection. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's, I think it's a German folktale. Okay. Um, and at at King's Dominion, it's, mm, it's. I'm surprised that Germany even got rid of the ride after it killed someone. It seems like <laughs> <laughs> we should let the ride right, go yeah. on. It seems like it's just up uh, uh, <laughs> on brand. It's it's not that era of Germany. Hmm. All right. Um, and at King's Dominion, they had uh, a they, uh, a stand-up roller coaster called the Shockwave that was very uncomfortable to ride. Yeah. Especially as a smaller child. Um, right after you hit that, you're tall enough to ride it thing. But it was a very cool badge of honor to be like, oh, yeah, I totally go on the Shockwave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, me and my sister's boyfriend. We ride it. Um, and I don't cry. <laughs> so, I'm dope. I don't understand the uh, the desire to make like the standing coaster. It's like, what's uh, that's so not what's fun about that? That's just that's just a Your novelty. Setting up for bad. Yeah, I guess so. But like, I feel like all the shock is just uh, going to go into your back. It's just it's yes, just uncomfortable. It yeah, it was very uncomfortable. And you'd have a thing um, uh, under, like, under your crotch. So, oh, Like yes. a bicycle seat sort of thing. And so the sizing on all of it, it, it was not, it was not precise about, like, yeah. where the shoulder part is, where the crotch thing is, where the headrest is. So some part of you was getting banged around. 
Yeah, you're not quite like standing fully upright. You're kind of perched on a ledge, mm-hmm. and it, yeah, it's it's. I, I I feel like anytime I've been on something like that, it's it's been uncomfortable. A dangling legs one, I can get more on board with because that's like, all right, I, I I understand the appeal here, and I understand how this is this is a different experience from sitting down in maybe a fun way. But the standing, eh? Good. What what are you doing? Yeah. Um, in middle school, one of the, like, in one uh, there was. Each year there was like some stupid field trip you took, and one year mm-hmm. was to Canopy Lake Park, which is nearby in in Massachusetts. Which is, <laughs> in hindsight, such a shitty. I think one of them also was like in seventh or eighth grade. I think there was a trip to Washington D.C., but everyone was very excited about the Canopy Lake Park because it was like a amusement park, you know? Yeah. And it and just looking back on it, it's the shittiest. I, I think I've said on this podcast before, but I like. Did like the the hall of mirrors and just fucking slammed my face into the glass like three times. Like I hurt I myself. I saw that happen one time at a hall of mirrors in San Francisco. Oh no, wait, no, it was in it was in Scotland. Yeah, and it was really crazy. This woman, it was it had been like the spooky kind of place in general where like you're seeing mm-hmm. different spooky waxworks, and so we were being led through it by a spooky tour guide. And so when the spooky tour guide got to the hall of mirrors part, they were like see if you can uh, figure it out. And if you're brave, why not run? And this one lady was like, okay. And like ran straight into <laughs> a, a mirror, bounced off, pat, like didn't pass out, but like collapsed on the floor and then like got herself up. And the, the like teen who was in character as the spooky tour guide was like, oh no, oh no, oh gosh. Uh, uh, turn on the lights, turn on the lights. <laughs> it was like instantly they they're like you weren't supposed to really run and the lady who i think was like hot dutch or something was like but you said to run uh, <laughs> dear I'm god sorry i interrupted you <laughs> no that was i mean that, that was my story was just i just slammed into it multiple times and and it and it's <laughs> and i was times? i mean like probably one time? probably two or three i i think that yeah. I, I i put my hands up eventually um <laughs> and the turkish twist swag was that that was the turkish twist what is the turkish twist it, it's just one of those rides where you are standing up and then it spins around and then the floor oh, yes. drops out and yeah. then like i love those. every like 10 times someone pukes and they have to clean it up i've never seen somebody puke in one of those oh yeah. man they used to puke all the time um I, I didn't puke in one but i got very nauseated to the point where it kind of just ruined my day I was just mm. like so like I just I needed to rest for like two hours afterwards before I could get back into theme park. Well, I mean, especially on top of the food that you're eating at a place like that. Yes. Like there it's not it's not like steamed rice and boiled chicken, you know? Right. You're you're eating like popcorn shrimp and pizza. Funnel funnel you're just it's funnel it's a funnel cake day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what the worst the was worst theme park food I've ever had is at Legoland. Just Ooh. abs, just no good options. Do you scoop up some Legos? <laughs> you were eating the wrong stuff. Oh no, Liger! Just it was because it's shaped like a like a hamburger, you gotta check and see if it's made out of little tiny squares. <laughs> um, uh, they they just like it. It felt like they were because that place is so specifically just for kids, and you know we were like there with my niece and nephew, and so it was like it it, it, it they. Yeah, they they it's it's all just like like the shittiest pizza, the shittiest burgers, like this just like the shittiest kids food and that's what you have as uh, as an option for an adult. I was just like, man, I can't I can't get anything decent. 
I'm surprised they didn't throw your Lego looking ass up on a display. You fucking <laughs> fucking blocky bitch. Okay, look like a block guy. You look like you made wow. out of Lego blocks. Fucking blocky yeah. bitch. I look like a Very man. Very confident about this dunk. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it went through the basket. <laughs> I can say I have a, have a robotic personality, but <laughs> say I actually look like I'm made out of Legos. You look like a fucking look like a Lego man. <laughs> you got a red, you got a red shirt on today too. You don't you don't you're you're the the brim of your hat isn't curved. You just put on like a Lego man's hat. But his is on his head. Yours yeah. is sort of laid atop yours. Yeah, wait, I I think maybe this is projection. I think we take your we take your hat off. There might be a little bolt on top that it's attached. I have a bolt on my head. <laughs> you got a bolt head. If anything, you've already established that I have bolts on the side of my neck. It's Frankenstein. That's right. <laughs> I'm um, a Franken man. <laughs> Eliza, do you have any favorite uh, the, on the topic of theme park food? Do you have any favorites? Uh, any go tos, either uh, generalities or specific fare? Uh, well, it's tough because I can't have wheat, which that's right blows. It is not yeah. fun. I I know that a lot of people have opinions about people who don't eat wheat, and as one, I don't enjoy it. I would not choose it. <laughs> it's simply something my butt requires. Um, so that limits things at theme parks. Right. Uh, before that, definitely it would have been uh, a a funnel cake, a corn dog the finest foods um as it is now i mean honestly some good fries uh, oh there you go i like a great fry and here's something that frustrates me this is the opposite of what you were asking um at disneyland there are all these places selling those uh, uh and other places sometimes too those like chocolate covered apples on a stick yes mm. great Love them. Wow. So many options. They got like sprinkles on top of them. They got caramel also. Yum, yum, yum. Great. I know, I know I get... more as caramel apples for sure. They, the, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they mix it all up. It's, it's the, the science go of, nuts. of candy apples has really grown. <laughs> but I, every time I'm like, Hey, Oh, you have those great. Could I get that cut up like into slices? And they're like, no, I'm like, why, why, why not? Why can't you mm, cut yeah. that into slices for me? The, uh, I think it's called the, the Rocky Mountain Chocolate Shop. It's in a lot of some airports. They'll yes. cut it into little slices. Wow. Because if you cut them into slices, then you have a, a delightful little cold piece of apple with yummy candy on it. If you keep it on the stick, you're just gnawing and drooling on this stick yeah. all day. Who, it's kind of, never... it's, it's the turkey leg quandary. Yeah, but the turkey leg like falls apart. This is you're just you're just gnawing on a on a sweet rock. I've never yeah. seen someone walking around enjoying one of them. I you have to bite into it, and then you're you're getting a, the gooey face too, which yeah. is never fun. Yeah, I mean, as as bearded people, goatee. I'm yes. imagining like it, at a certain point that apple's just sticking to your face. Yeah. If 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 if, if uh, customer service is supposed to be so important, cut up my apple. Wow. I agree. Cut, I, it, cut it up and give me a little uh give me a little toothpick or something to eat it with. Sure, that's even better. Jesus. Come on. Why I'll not? Take a fork. They buy forks anyway. Sure. They've already got forks on site. You want them to stick a little toothpicks in each apple piece? Come on, Wiger. Not we, each individual one. Give me one just, that I can reuse. I can spear it. I can oh. eat it. It would be like a little mini fork. Yeah, but you know you would drop that and then feel sad and everybody would not want to make eye contact. 
because you yeah. drive. I feel like I feel like I feel like you're working for <laughs> I feel like you're working for Big Wood. <laughs> Ooh, who's he? Introduce me, fellas. Mm. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll be back with more Doughboys. Mitch, my friend, you ever walk in a store and have no idea what wine to get? Yeah, every time. Me too. And I love wine. That's why I love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Wow. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet. So you get a box of the market's best quality wines, however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price you'd normally pay in stores. Wow. How do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-your-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would pay in-store. By cutting out the traditional retail middlemen costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. As a result, you'll get exclusive access to hundreds of top-quality award-winning wines at huge savings, making Naked Wines perfect for any type of wine drinker. Hey, you know what I love about Naked Wines? What's that, Wags? They have a lot of my favorite varietals. In fact, my favorite wine Naked Wine sent me was the Cabernet Sauvignon. The wine is so good, and it's such a good deal. Wow, Wags. You know, it's not a, a huge wine, wine drinker. They sent me a few different wines, and it was fun for me to taste different types of wines and types. And you know what? It's helping me to learn. You might all of a sudden be like, hey, I like a Chenin Blanc. I didn't know I was going to like that. Wags, I'm learning. That's that's huge for you. Naked Wines has been around for over 10 years and funds over 90 independent winemakers. With no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. Wow. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker. So we're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash doughboys and click enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in doughboys for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. That's nakedwines.com slash doughboys and use the code and password doughboys and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash doughboys, code and password doughboys for $100 off your first six bottles. Easy peasy. Today's episode is sponsored by Lucy. Lucy is made for your nicotine routine and delivered straight to your door. It's 100% pure nicotine and always tobacco-free. Plus, Lucy has options. Choose your form. Pouches, breakers, or gum. Then choose your strength. 2 milligrams, 12 milligrams. Then choose your flavor. Mint, apple, ice, espresso, mango, and more. Save yourself from the weekly gas station stop and sign up for a monthly subscription to save 15% off. There's no commitment. You can cancel anytime. Lucy breakers are what sets Lucy apart. Breakers are nicotine pouches, but with a tiny capsule inside. The capsule contains liquid flavor that saturates the pouch before it's even in use. Pop the breaker in your mouth, break it with your teeth, get it situated, and boom! Instant nicotine release when you need it. Now, Mitch, you and I are often texting with our good friend Raimondi. Mm -hmm. Raimondi was telling us that he has a favorite Lucy flavor. It is mango. That's He's right. crazy for mango. He's crazy for mango. You know what? If you ask him who his favorite SNL character was and his favorite Lucy flavor, it's the same answer. And hey, one fan says, the berry citrus is juicy as heck. So much flavor being tossed around. It's like an orgasm in my mouth. Thank you, Lucy. You so juicy. Damn. Let's level up your nicotine routine with Lucy. Go to lucy.co slash doughboys and use promo code doughboys to get 20% off your first order. Lucy offers free shipping and has a 30-day refund policy if you change your mind. That's lucy.co and use code doughboys to get 20% off and always free shipping. And here comes the fine print. 
Lucy products are only for adults of legal age and every order is age verified. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Mitch, the Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. Wow. Everybody is unique and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. Models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pre pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Plus, enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating at night, Wags. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes and your personalized mattresses ship straight to your door free of charge. Wags, I took the Helix Sleep Quiz. Wow. Did you know that? I did know that. And I was matched with a Moonlight Lux mattress because I wanted something that felt nice and soft, like I was sleeping on a little cloud because I think I'm kind of an angel. Hmm. Nice and soft, like Mitch was sleeping on another Mitch. Yes, Wags. No, that's I meant in a lovable and loving way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like I was sleeping on top of me. <laughs> it was comfortable, Wags. That's it felt like I was sleeping on a cloud. How about that? Me, little cherubic Mitch sleeping on a cloud. I love it, and you know who else loves it? I'm guessing Wally and Irma? Yeah. Wally, Irma, and my mom and sister, when they visit town, they sleep in the bed. I take the couch. They love it. Wow. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. And if your spine needs some extra TLC, they got you. Every Helix mattress has a hybrid design combining individually wrapped steel coils in the base with premium foam layers on top. It's the perfect combination of comfort and support. Not only is the mattress the best we have ever slept on, but the setup was fast and easy. Helix mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door for free. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10- or 15-year warranty, depending on the model. That's right, Wags. Helix is now offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash doughboys and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Go to helixsleep.com slash doughboys and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Welcome back to Doughboys. Our guest, Eliza Skinner, talking about Blaze Pizza. Yeah. Blaze Pizza, founded in 2011 by the Wetzels. I did not know this. The Rick Wetzel. and Elise Wetzel of, the, of Wetzel's... It's pretzel adjacent. This is Rick wow. and Elise Wetzel of Wetzel's Pretzels uh, had, came up with this new concept. One of the original investors, LeBron James, which is well known in over 300 locations in North America and the Middle East. So, Eliza, we, before we went to break, we were talking about how, uh, you know, you don't eat wheat for uh, uh, for health reasons. Um, uh, uh, I, I'm curious why uh, Blaze Pizza uh, was the cha was a chain you wanted to discuss. Um, well, I, they do have a lot of gluten-free options. Mm -hmm. Also, I'm generally not a pizza fan. I wrote an article once, um, for the, for the internet for, for yes. refinery 29 talking about how I don't like pizza. And honestly, it's the most harassed I've ever gotten for, for anything. <laughs> like there were people who were finding me on every social media account I have going back, commenting on things. One woman I remember, and they were saying things like, I hope you don't reproduce. 
because wow, you don't like God. pizza. Like your your bloodline should die with you. <laughs> and one woman well, who was what? doing that. Strap in because I'm about to roast you too. I'm fucking pissed. One <laughs> <laughs> uh, one lady went back and was commenting on all these old uh, Instagrams. And then on one of them noticed that Adam Conover had commented also. And so she went from being like, hey, fuck you, hey, idiot. And then was like, oh, Adam, hi, I'm a big fan of yours. And that was the <laughs> when I finally engaged with her because I was like, no, no, you don't get to do that. You don't get to you don't get to shit all over me on right. all these posts and then try to be friends with my friend. And she was like, I'm sorry, I'm having a hard time getting pregnant. I'm like, well. That's oh a different my. problem. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, the internet's a wild place is the moral of that story. But um, I like, I was interested in Blaze because they've got a lot of gluten-free options and they'll sell you a half pizza. Yes. Because mm. one of the, my problems with pizza is, is this the amount of pizza that I as a single person need? Mm. This, what, am I going to try to save it? Yeah, right. Yes. Sure. I I mean, because I was going to because because that's the whole thing of Blaze is that they are designed around personal pizzas, which are meant to be just like a meal for one. But they did recently add large pizzas to the menu. This is a new thing where, yeah, you can get a full size or you can get a half if you like. Um, and I guess this is them attempting to compete with the Domino's and Pizza Huts of the world. But wait, let's I want to clarify this for, for people who haven't uh, seen your article. Like what specifically doesn't appeal to you about pizza? Why doesn't it uh, why doesn't one of America's favorite foods click for you in a, specifically? Well, um, it's a lot of stuff around the the culture of pizza. First of all, the like, uh, what's my personality? <laughs> pizza. Like, no, oh, yeah. I, it, there's too much. It's, this has become too much of a thing. Also. I got to quickly say that there there was a ni- an 80s and 90s thing with that that was kind of beautiful and that like we love pizza and it's pizza night but sure. then when it became like um like well, that was when it was for kids it yes, was like, but, yes this is a cool be- kid identity thing but now it's like 30 year olds being like hey here's my tinder profile <laughs> i'm pizza yes my personality is carry out pizza <laughs> yes my personality is pizza that sort of yeah. stuff Sucks, but there was there was a beautiful version of that where it was, you know, back in the day where it was very seemed very genuine and nice. Yeah, yeah. But again, I would say that's a kid thing because, like, I think yes. also a lot of the a lot of the pizza love. I'm like, this is a kid's food. Like, it's fine if you. If, I mean, not all of it. Yes, of course, there's higher end stuff, but for the most part, it's like I'll eat chicken fingers, but I'm not going to be like I'm a chicken finger guy. Like, whatever. Come on. Yes. And. What I really hate is when people attempt to pay in pizza or provide pizza to their adult employees as like, okay, we need to feed you. Here is pizza. I'm like, well, that's terrible. That's not a a, a good food for your employees, especially here in Hollywood. Mm. One of the first things that made me angry at pizza was I would be working on sets and we would hire actresses specifically who had come in and have even more of a pressure to look a certain way and then try to feed these ladies pizza. I'm like, oh, we're, we're part of the gaslighting problem of Hollywood. We're asking these right. women to be tiny and then being like, all right, try to manage maintaining that figure and here's what you get to eat for the day. That yeah. sucks. 
that's not cool. it's also it's also like it's a it, there there is an aspect of like this is a workplace and that's not like working food like that's like you know that's gonna fucking weigh you down and uh, fucking make you have to shit i mean that's not that's yeah. not what you want to be doing when you have to fucking work 12 hours yeah you're you're if you're if your work is providing food for you it should be the best kind of food for your body i think it should right. be really healthy and if on your own time you want to treat yourself bang yourself around with some fucked up pizza, do it. Great. But that's your choice. That's not, yes. well, that's what I have to do, I suppose. Um, um to that. I, 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 it's funny that on, on multiple levels, like, uh, on the smallest production and then like the, and then on like a $200 million production, everyone is ordering pizza. That, that, that is like, it's just, is going to happen. It's the easiest thing to get. It feeds multiple people. I mean, it's like it is in their eye and in, in like producers eyes. I think it is the fir- perfect like it's the perfect extra a penalty meal food there is. There's like nothing that can there's nothing that tops it. The only thing that's bad now is that the, in these times of coronavirus pizza goes right out the window because it's a big shit. It's a, that's what it used to be. It used to be 40 boxes of pizza. Yeah. And a, a cast and crew was just going at was just well, going at the boxes and, and, and ripping them apart. But now communal, the, uh, the yeah. communal aspect is going to probably go down, right? I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think families are still yeah. doing that stuff. And I think if you've got a small set where you're, you've got pods on it anyway, they'll probably do that. But um, also on a, on a personal level, when I would be on a set and they'd be like, hey, don't worry, guys, we got everybody pizza. I'd be like, yeah. oh, cool. Well, I guess Eliza's eating air for dinner because I can't yeah. eat pizza. So mm. <laughs> um, here's the thing I've noticed in workplace ordering situations, both offices and on sets, is that if there is an effort to accommodate anyone's dietary restrictions, it's a catch all. So it'll be like, hey, we got the vegan gluten-free pizza for yeah, and it's just like well some people are vegan some people are gluten-free like it like it's not like you should be isolated with this one like uh, you know uh, uh this one special pizza uh it, like, like try to accommodate people in the, the for their specific uh their specific issues yeah you may have seen me snap over a gluten-free vegan pizza one day at work where because i would get so tired we had really long hours on set on earth to ned uh, the kind where like you you're just going and you don't realize how tired you're getting because you're going so hard all day right and then it would be time for a meal and it was like here's this thing that's partly what you can eat and partly something you would never choose to eat but it's all right. we have for you and i was like what why <laughs> like that <laughs> it's like that that kind of brain where you're where, where i don't know your blood sugar or whatever has just made your brain bad yes you're like i can't Ah, my priorities are fucked now. <laughs> um, I don't think I yelled at anybody, but I was definitely in a snitty little mood about yeah. about that. At the yeah. Simpsons, we get we we uh, I would get dinner, and this is a show that's been on for, you know forever. When I was working there, it was in twenty five seasons, and they would get pizza for dinner. I would say at least two nights a week, if not usually three nights a week. At the Simpsons, Mulberry Pizza, Johnny's Pizza, used to go in there and get. Basically, a pizza per writer, a large pizza per writer. Um, but but that's just it is it is what it is. That's what pizza is. It pizza is the it, it's that weird thing where I, I wonder if 
people realize that if if they think that there's like you know like the catering or food trucks again when it goes into it goes into the later hours but no it is usually it is just usually pizza which i love so i don't have an issue with it i kind of <laughs> i kind of am happy and it's that sort of thing of like oh man i gotta eat like i have that do thing you, to just do you buy pizza on your own very often i, I do buy pizza on my i love i love pizza i love hmm. pizza so when you're but, choosing you're also like pizza so it's not like a well i'm allowed to eat it because they ordered well, it for me the, the issue is is that i'm not ordering pizza a lot just because it's not good you know what i mean like hmm. On my cheat nights or whatever, I'll try to do pizza more so. And if I had, well, you're, any, you're a pizza is my favorite food guy, right? I, like yeah, that's, I love, that's up I, there I, for I, you. Yeah, I love, I love pizza, but I'm not. Uh, but I'm not. Uh, my personality is pizza guy. To be clear, <laughs> mm. I do not like that at all. I love the food pizza, and I love to try new pizzas. And I and I I am a fan of pizza. I think I get though, but I get when you're eating pizza five when you're eating pizza five nights a week. Which can happen. That's not crazy. That happens probably a lot with productions. That I, you get sick of it. I get. I get getting sick of it and the health thing. But for me, it was always the sort of thing of like, oh man, this isn't good for me. But I'm working late and I gotta do it, so I just would eat it. Um, yeah, and, it's not which like is kind choice. of fake. Yeah, it feel it feels like if you're mindfully eating pizza, if you're choosing pizza, and it's like your dream pizza, great. Mm. If it's lazy pizza, I think that I think we need to as a culture. Explore some other options. Wow! Sure, you know Chipotle beca- kind of became that. I feel like Chipotle, mm-hmm. yeah. which is which is a lot like today's restaurants. Chipotle kind of became the other, the other. But the other thing Mitch, with is it, yeah, inadvertently or not, an incredible segue because Chipotle was the direct inspiration for this chain. The Wetzels were at a mm. Chipotle in Pasadena, really? and they said we should do this for pizza, and so Blaze was born. Which Nick, I gotta say, right off the bat. This is early to say this. I don't think it works. I don't think you can chipotlefy it. Wow. I, I, wow. I, I, don't, I don't think you can chipotlefy pizza. And it's basically for what I was just saying is that sort of thing of pizza. It, chipotle is a thing that I, I, like I'm like, okay, here's my slop and I'm going to eat it. If I have to, <laughs> if I, if I, yeah, if I have to eat it, if I have to eat In it three times trough, a week, my little plastic B- b- basket trough. Yeah. If it is, in, it is in a little trough. It's that sort of thing. If I have to eat that, if I have to eat that for for dinner three times a week, I know what I want, and then also you can customize it enough to change it up. Yeah, pizza. I'm not gonna want to eat it as much as Chipotle, just because with Chipotle you can do some sort of salad, you can do whatever. But like the base of pizza is big is a big thing of dough. It's a big yes block of dough which is going in your stomach. So I that's why I don't think it it works as well. I, I like. I think the place is fascinating in a lot of in a lot of ways, but I, to me, just the concept of it is kind of even crazy. I, which, I do think they picked the wrong thing to revolutionize. Yeah, um, I think I, I may have told you guys this before. I, if I was going to make my fortune in food, it would be a pizza place. Which I know, I know, I just said I don't like, them, but where the toppings are diced tiny teeny tiny tiny except uh maybe those pepperonis that cup you know because you got a whole like texture thing with that but all those all those other toppings cut them up teeny tiny and mix them all in there so you get a little bit of everything in the bites and you don't end up with like a hot piece of spinach or something slapping you in the face with topping i hate Mm, that right or like a tomato tomato like they'll, they'll burn the shit out of you you yeah. got them all teeny tinies. 
that's the way to do it. <laughs> There's a pizzeria in Long Beach that has uh they they grind their pepperoni so it's like a layer and then they put the cheese over it and I know mm. that they're probably not the only place that does that but it, like it works really well texturally. Yeah, um, that's that sounds great. Yeah, I I I'm with you. I like I like a little I like a uh you know, give me a, a fine dice. Give me some 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 small pieces. That yeah, absolutely. Like is anybody like, "Ooh, you know what I love? A real long strip of bell pepper." but no one's no one wants that dice them up yeah Um, make them little look this 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 is another issue vegetables are hard to vegetables are tough in pizza too you don't like vegetables (laughs) vegetables are hard to eat but vegetables and pizza one 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 of when i when i was young when i was younger one of my favorites we go to the villa rosa a quincy staple rest in peace i was gonna ask that was possibly in quincy yeah it was it was it was it was it was like my favorite restaurant growing up and like that's where i went like you know before i went to college and when i come home from college they'd get like, villa rosa like and stuff spot. yeah but also like we would still do it like weekly but even like like does regina we, know about this oh i mean look regina is is it, it, nick you're just it, it's different things here nick mm. sounds like it's you're stepping di- out on pizza pizzas and calzones <laughs> It's different thing. It's a look. I used to get a, a house, a small house salad, buffalo fingers, buffalo tenders, uh, which were great, Nick. Which mm-hmm. I gotta, I gotta have you. You gotta try some good buffalo. Ten- and I know, I know you don't believe it, but there, there are some really, really good buffalo tenders. But whatever. I'm down. I'll, I'll, I, I like bone in, but I'll, I'll try a tendy. I'm sure it can be all right. Ugh. When you say tendy, it just, I lose interest in making you try them. Honestly. <laughs> I mean, I gotta say, I think Tendi sounds better than Buffalo Fingers because mm. I'm just I can't stop thinking about those Buffalo hands now. <laughs> I do kind of I kind of do have Buffalo Fingers, um, uh, and I also don't like Wag saying bone in either. Um, yeah, but, <laughs> you want that bone out? <laughs> Get that bone out of here! <laughs> Get that fucking thing out of here! But. Uh, <laughs> And I we used to do it. I would do a cheese. We sometimes we get a cheese pizza, and then on one side we do sliced tomatoes. So I actually, and they were and they were big round tomatoes, but they were pretty thin. Uh, but the thing you're talking about of the drag that would sometimes yeah. still happen. Yeah. Um, it can be a tricky eating experience. But they cooked it well. I think there can be. I think that there can be vegetables that are just cooked horribly and become a soup on top of the pizza, and that is and that is awful. And that I don't. I'm not a fan of that. And that's a lot of like. A lot of vegetarian pizzas that you get at play, or like vegetable pizzas, rather, yeah, when are, it's, when are they really awful. pile the vegeta- the vegetables on there when they're like more yes. is more. No, 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 yeah. no, less is more right. with that. Yep, Villa Rosa wise. I wish you could. What a what a. I loved it. I miss it. I miss it to this day. Wow. If I could, if I could have it come back and you go away forever, I'd take it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man, they can't wait for the season wrap up. They're gonna kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's get into what we got from our Blaze visit. So, had you been to Blaze before? Um, once by mistake. Got it. Okay. So uh, I hadn't I, really put much thought into my order before. I've been a I've been a handful of times. We've covered it uh, only in the context of our tournament of champions, the slices right, where we when Blaze was one of the chains uh, we visited. It was did was did not last too long in the tournament, but you know, it, I I think it was it it does its own thing. Um, I will say that it, so 
normally this is a walk-in place. Like you go in and it's like the Chipotle experience. You go, you you specify your pie, you customize it. You're, you know, it's it's being made to order in front of you and then shoved into that super hot oven um, and presented to you a, a few minutes later. 800 degrees, a similar concept, same sort of thing. So doing it online, it's 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 just a different experience. And I, I hadn't pre-ordered it before, but I used the app this time. Um, I got the uh, I got a classic Caesar simple salad. I got an order of two dough knots, which are like their uh, their garlic knots. They have mozzarella and garlic pesto. Uh, I got a, a, a one of their new large pizzas. I mentioned they were offering these now. The, the, I got the white top, which Ooh. is white cream sauce with mozzarella, applewood bacon, chopped garlic, oregano, and arugula. And then I also got a personal, which is their their uh, uh, you know standard version of pizzas. Um, uh, their flagship pizza. I got a hot link pizza, which is the Italian sausage, banana peppers, jalapenos, black olives, red onions, mozzarella, and spicy red sauce. That was my lineup. Mitch, what did you get? Wags, you and I got very similar orders. Um, I got myself a Greek salad to start, which came with a little, uh, uh, a a small or regular size Greek salad, which came with the lime dressing. And then I got myself donuts, which I thought the guy said, I said, what else? Do you, I said, what do you got here? He said, he said, don't. And I said, donuts. I, I said back to him, donuts. I thought he said donuts. Yeah. And uh, why and not was garlic like, knots? Why don't they just call them garlic knots? Like everybody they should, else would. They, it's a confusing I mean, name. You, they should call them. And so yeah. I, I, I got, I got, I also got two donuts. <laughs> donut, then, get the donuts. <laughs> I mean, it's. We'll get to the. We'll get to oh, them in sorry, a second. They, they, oh no no no! I'm saying there's there's some things to talk about about these donuts and whether you're right of they should stick around in any way. They're 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 kind of they're interesting. They're different than I thought they would be, honestly. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And not a hundred percent bad, but we'll talk about it. Um, and then I got myself a meat eater pizza, which, as far as pizza goes, is not even. It's not really that crazy. It's pepperoni. Crumbled meatballs, red onion, mozzarella, red sauce, um, and and um, I added a couple things to it. I added banana peppers and I added tomatoes. So I and uh, they have those kind of little cherry tomatoes. Mm-hmm. So that was that's that's how I customized it. And I also got myself a large or just a whatever size it came in, uh, blood orange lemonade from the fountain, mm-hmm. which which the guy at the front counter went and got himself. He was he he. The during Corona, which I got to say, the staff was very nice, but there was a lot. Nick, we talked about this. A lot of people yes. behind the counter. Um, mm. I, I, yeah, I, I think the issue here is everyone who worked there was uh, was great, but I do, I did feel bad for them because it felt like the kitchen was a little crowded, and also the dining room like did not management did not have any sort of. A great queue system set up. Like people were just sort of like milling about. We're we're talking QAnon again? Yeah, we're talking (laughs) QAnon. QAnon up for that pizza. (laughs) (laughs) So they, so it was just like uh, people were like kind of scattered everywhere. It felt like there were too many people in the restaurant. I was just like, I wish there was just a better system here for everyone's well being, especially the employees who have to sit in that, be at work in that super hot kitchen for eight hours. I was about to say that that oven is so hot uh, during the, the type of weather we've been having to have to be next to that weather, that, that oven, let alone with 
too many other employees. Yeah. Not no fun. No fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, Eliza, Eliza, yep. what was your lineup of of uh, of menu items? Okay. Well, I went twice. Um, wow. I wanted to. I I felt like last time I did the show, I was like, I ate a thing, but you guys are like, you know, really, really investigating. So I was like, I want to have a real (laughs) experience, feel like I know this place. Um, But also I did do, uh, I ordered it. Um, So I got, the first time I got a a red vine, which is kind of their pizza margarita, like red sauce and like the dollops of um, Mm. uh, uh, mozzarella, basil and tomatoes uh, and i got that on their gluten-free dough if you had gone and gotten a singular red vine i would have been pissed <laughs> <laughs> and then i got twizzlers the second time. <laughs> no yeah i guess they're, i guess it's red vine because tomatoes are on a vine makes and it's sense. very tomato based but gotta, yeah gotta it say, is confusing bad name yeah yeah um and but i wanted to get something from there like here's what we would do menu um, yeah. so that was the red vine, even though that's not a particularly interesting version of it. Um, and then I got a two top pizza the next time. Um, and this one I got on their keto crust, which is also gluten-free. It's a little bit smaller. Uh, it's a 10 inch and I got it with the spicy red sauce, goat cheese, crumbled meatballs and mushrooms and the arugula on top. What, what, do you know what their keto crust is? Is it like a cauliflower base? Do you have any idea? No, because they also have a cauliflower based one. And huh. from tasting it, I, I would guess it's maybe some kind of nut thing. It tasted a little Got bit it. nutty. Um, maybe it has some cauliflower. Too. I don't, I don't know. But yeah, they had three different gluten-free crust options. And I got wow. to try two of them. Um, uh, I had the uh, there. They have a at Marco's, which we reviewed recently. Marco's Pizza. They have a key, they have a keto version, but it's just like a pizza in a tub. Basically, it is yeah. like a Chipotle like style bowl with oh, so just a like, bunch of cheese and toppings in it. Do the, does the cheese melted? Yeah, it's just it's just like a gooey sort of slop. Oh, yeah, yeah, it didn't really work for me. No. It's kind of it's like yeah, what I imagined like yeah. Pizza the Hut ish or something. Well, Pizza right. the Hut has, has some sort of crust. Maybe is Pizza the Hut is his bones? Is his bones bread? Is his <laughs> yeah? I think his bones are crust. <laughs> but they're but it's stuffed crust. So like if you bite uh, into it, it's like the marrow. It's oh like the, the marrow most, is che- what is it cheese? Yeah. Ooh. Does Java the, the Hut have bones? Because I mean a slug doesn't. Ooh. Great question. I always he, assumed I gotta he say, had some sort of skeletal system, but maybe not. I feel like he's got a, he must get a bone every so often because he was very horny with, he with was Princess Leia. Unless he doesn't, and that's why it's so important to him to have hot ladies chained Ooh. up around him. Because he's like, I, I'm still, I'm virile, even though it's like, no, dude, <laughs> you, we know huts reproduce by sucking their own dicks. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have any, you're, you're all asexual. <laughs> <laughs> this, Doughboys could kind of be rebranded as, uh, Jabba the Hutt and what's his little what's the little guy Salacious Crumb Wags kind of like <laughs> Wags is kind of like my little Salacious Crumb I don't have the charisma of Salacious Crumb <laughs> Yeah I feel like uh, it, it, yeah tonally no no <laughs> but yeah if you guys were gonna dress up for Halloween I think everybody would love that <laughs> we should be Jabba and Salacious <laughs> yeah that would be so cute oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you could put a, a Irma and a, a little like a bikini. Uh, like, <laughs> Man, dressing up one of the bikini. 
dressing up one of the cat, uh, dressing up Wally as Salacious and Irma as Princess Leia and me as Jabba is pretty great. Yeah, that's See? good. Yeah, and that way, oh, then Weiger can be frozen in carbonite, so it would still fit as you know. Thing. <laughs> I could pull that off. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's the, that's a little salacious crumb laugh. Got to teach her. Got to teach Wally that. Um, uh, so, uh, what, what, picks and pans. I what what do we like? What didn't work for us? Mm. Uh, picks and pans. Yeah, I liked. I like that they have a spicy sauce. Mm-hmm. I like that they offered. Uh, Goat cheese with my gut thing, which is ulcerative colitis, which is a lot like Crohn's. Um, I'm not supposed to have dairy, but I'm bad and I do it anyway sometimes and just deal with it. Um, but goat cheese d- is lactose free naturally. So oh, wow. I didn't it, know that. Yeah. So it's a way of having um, lacto- like no lactose cheese, but it's not that weird uh, yeah. vegan cheese. Um, so I like that stuff. Um I felt like their drizzle ons, like their add on top things. I was like, come on, man. It's already a pizza. What are we doing here? Mm. You want to put olive oil on top of it? If it's pizza, generally it ends up with oil on top of it anyway. Right. Um, and the gluten free crust was one of the worst things I have ever eaten. Oh, no. Wow. Yeah. And that might have been the cooking. Wow. We just got it. We just got it. We got it. Uh, Emma's, Emma's here silently with on mute. And when you said that, I just heard, I just saw you, Emma, go, Emma go, yup. She said a big yup. Is that true, I mean, Emma? No, I've never, I've never had it, but that sounds pretty, pretty bad. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah. Wow. I, I, it might've been the like cooking method. Like it really made me think, you know, wow, it's so hard to judge any of these places when you're really just judging the work of the one person who cooked this thing mm. for you. Um, I think especially there, as opposed to. I don't know, Chipotle, where I'm assuming they cut open some bags in the back and then put them into a thing. I don't know. But well, it, was, I, I, it was super floppy and super greasy. Mm. Um, I considered even cooking it further in my own oven and then was like, Ugh, I, I, I can't be bothered. Man, I, so. I, 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 I would go a step further and say that at Blaze, things are barely even cooked by anyone. There's a machine to press out the dough. Mm-hmm. And then they, they add on sauce, which, by the way, they don't put enough sauce on because the sauce is actually okay. The sauce is like for a big chain, the, 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 uh, and I think that there's a lot of chains. We talked about this before where Papa John's has like kind of like weird sweet sauce. I think Blaze sauce is actually fine. Mm-hmm. Sure. But they just have a very specific way of making it. They put, they put a machine down. They put the sauce on, and I guess you can just ask for as much as you want anyway, so that's your own fault, but I think the basis, there's not, there just isn't enough sauce, and then they just sprinkled, it's just an assembly line. It's, it, there's there's, well, I, there's I really also, no cooking going on. I think, well, I mean, there is in the pizza oven, but I think that, yeah. I, I think that there is an assumed haste that I did not have. Like, I wasn't like, get me this pizza stat, but I think yes. they were like, we got it, who cares, maybe it's not even finished cooking, get, send it to her. I will say the the keto crust, not bad. I mean, wow, it was not as good as a normal pizza crust. Um, but for something that's keto and gluten free, I was like, I don't hate this. So it's just the straight up gluten free one. Very not good. Mm. It's like eating a towel. Yeah, um, that's a 
I mean, that's 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 good. I guess that's great to know if you have any sort of dietary restrictions to go to the keto or the cauliflower. I'd be curious how the cauliflower holds up. That that's what I found with because Natalie a lot of times will avoid uh, a wheat, and I I've had some cauliflower crusts that are pretty decent. I feel like that's the one that's that's closest to simulating pizza, actual pizza dough. I'll tell you, I got scared off of the cauliflower because the calorie count was that much higher. Oh, interesting. Which I wouldn't have guessed. Um, And I was like, come on, you're having pizza, have some pizza. But then I was like, well, I'm I'm equally interested in trying all three of these. So I'll try the two that are not as high calorie. I'm I'm surprised by that. Uh, I I will say from from my order, the the simple salad was just it's just too simple. It was just like the most basic Caesar salad imaginable. I, the produce did not seem particularly fresh, um, and it really was just romaine uh, and some flakes of parmesan, and then and then a Caesar dressing. I, I for the amount it, it cost, I was I was just like this is you know this. I guess if you really, really needed a salad, if you really felt like to justify eating this pizza, I need to have some sort of greens, then may- that would be the only mm. reason I would get this. It just, even as a pizza place salad, I thought it was pretty bad. Mitch, what wow. did you think of those donuts? So we got the donuts. Look, I, I will also say, Weiger, when I was in line, when I got to the end of the line is when I saw the big pizzas. I didn't even realize the big pizzas existed. And for me, just wondering what the big pizza would be like, because it's, it, the small ones are kind of floppy as is, so I, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't I couldn't really imagine what the big ones are like. But it's it's wh- still pretty thin. I mean, they, that that's just their concept. They do a pretty thin crust that they cook rapidly in a high yeah. temp oven. Um, when when it came to the donut, when it came to the donuts, mm-hmm. um, they put look they they were came out hot and fresh. And there was kind of like some sort of cheesy thing going on in there, right? Like there's some there's, there's mozzarella and there's mozzarella and, gar- and pesto. And so here's the deal: don't put pesto in there. Interesting. I had Why? the opposite take. I oh. felt like the I felt like the pesto was the part that made it at all interesting. Um, but as a bite, I was like, "There's no reason for me that this is just." pure like it's just pure dough it's just pure carbs i mean that like, I'm not, I, like the pesto was the only thing that was giving it any sort of flavor at all i literally ate them in my car after I, this is how i've been eating a lot of dough may dough boys meals is because they're in you know weird areas and then I, if i if i gotta if i'm gonna eat it hot and fresh i gotta do it right there in the car mm-hmm. so so I, I ate the donuts in the car and again i think that the sauce is okay but one this is a this is kind of a thing i think is kind of a crime is that the sauce was cold no one wants cold marinara sauce. To the dip mar- there. Yeah, the marinara dipping sauce. Yeah. So well, you don't want cold sauce. I mean, like you got to heat it up somehow. I don't know. Second of all, just pesto took me for surprise. I guess because to me it is, and I know that that's interesting. I get what you're saying that it's different and new. Mm-hmm. But I think pesto. I don't know. I think it's a. So it's these are is are there is there parmesan involved with these knots? Like a traditional garlic knot, you'd have like garlic, salt, and parmesan on it. Yeah, no, th- this is their own take on it, and and the the cheese, the dominant cheese is mozzarella. Uh, I I, 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 was, I think I think I think that pesto can just be a little divisive. That's all, and I just wasn't expecting it. But also, fuck the donuts. The donuts, the, fuck them. Who cares? That, they, I, I'm with you there. I I think they're they're a completely unnecessary menu item. There's no reason to get it. I think it's just as a place that doesn't have wings. Yes, it's which a. Con- I think it would. It would be great if they had wings. So why, why not have yeah. some wings that you bake in that oven or something? Or, or yeah. you know, what, like it'd be, it, that would be that would be a great 
Uh, but as a place doesn't have wings, they have to justify some sort of side, and and the donuts are just. I've never. I've been impressed with garlic knots once in my life. Wow. There's one place where I've ever had garlic knots where I was like, I feel like this is worth getting. Well, Certainly, he'll tell us. Calories, for the amount of calories and um and and carbs that you're getting, I would rather yes. have another piece of pizza with like yeah. more pizza, one hundred percent, all that stuff on it. Um, why are surely yeah, why, surely you have to tell us where these donuts were? The only place <laughs> there's a there's a place uh, is an artisan pizza uh, place and bakery, uh, Milo and Olive. In, in Santa Monica, that is uh, uh, this very good, but they have like a garlic knot that is just loaded with so much garlic. It's just like they have just like thrown in, you know, like four heads of garlic, like just an insane amount of garlic. And then just by by its uh, by its pure like garlicky garlicky essence, it becomes uh, a, wait, an interesting menu. Are item. you talking about Milo? Wait, what is what? Milo what? and Olive is the name yeah. of the restaurant. There's a couple of them. Oh. Is it, Owned by was, Milo Yiannopoulos. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, it was, it's also linked to QAnon. It was started by a family plagued by vampires. Um, <laughs> That's what it is, yeah. Trying so, to keep Draculas away. Exactly. Got to look out for the Draculas. They're always like, hey, can I come in and get a slice? And, you you know, as a, as a, as a shop owner, you want to say yes for the business. Yeah. But then think about it. Does everybody ask if they can come in and shop there? No. It's true. It's a vampire move. I, yes. we, we, were, we were just talking vampires. I brought up the idea of being an umbrella salesman in Transylvania, and Wags didn't. You thought it was a bad idea. Remember, Wags? Uh, do, Eliza, do you understand? Because you're shading him from the sun. Okay, yes. so you put it. You put it together in your head. I didn't figure it out. Well, but it's also I, I don't know. I mean, we're it's kind of a twilight. It's a light vampire take. Like mm, you're yeah. saying that really, what vampires have to look out for is the sunlight touching their skin. I prefer to think of it as like an hour thing. Like as soon as the sun is in the sky, they got to be in the, the, the earth of their homeland mm. or else, you know. They, oh, you're saying that like they're, a they're vampire, sick. you're saying a vampire can't hide from the sun. They have to be like, cub, they have to be. Cub. So like you're saying that like if or there was like. they got to be indoors. It can't just be like cloth mm. separating them. If it was, they would just like walk around like, you know, Halloween ghosts. Right. Wow. I mean, this is this is man. How scary would that be? You see a Halloween ghost walking around underneath. <laughs> it's a Dracula. Oh, yeah, a it's, a real, it's a real Stromboli of scariness. <laughs> it's a turducken of spook. That, that is a great that is the, 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 uh, some sort of structure they need to be. So you're telling me that basically I I should rework my last coming last comic standing set list right now. <laughs> I, I, I think so. Um I think you might be late, but I think you can punch it up. I think there's more there's more there for you to mine. Look, yeah. we just we have to talk about up since you're super into stand up, obviously. <laughs> you going up a lot? You doing a lot of Zoom shows? You doing a lot of uh, doing a sets? lot of Zoom shows? Doing a lot of sets? I never, I never, I never did my, I never did, I've never performed stand up, but I've I've hosted open mics and I've I've been up on stage and I and um and my and you are is, an open mic. <laughs> I am. I'm open up a lot about you share a lot of shit. <laughs> Wags, yeah. back to pizza. Yes. Wags, you're supposed to keep this thing. In, you're, you're you're supposed to steer this ship. So I got the white top pizza I mentioned, and the hot. Mm-hmm. Like the white top is. Uh, uh, so those here's are, what I'll those say. Those are already on their menus. Those are like we know. This is a combination we've come up with. We like it. These are their prefab pizzas, and that's what I like to do because I'm like I don't trust myself to not make a mistake, and I want to make sure that and I'm taking something that they've designed that they've engineered in their test kitchens and, and have decided this is something we want to say is one of our flagship products. The 
the white top, I just feel like their their sauce, yes, as you mentioned, Mitch, was a strength. So getting a white pizza was just like, eh, I would have rather had some some of that spicy red sauce on there. Mm. Um, I, I feel like their their white cream sauce was was not ideal. And the, the bacon was pretty good. It was chopped up pretty finely. Uh, a thing you you talked about earlier, Eliza, and I think that did work for it. But just overall, I like had one slice of this, and I was like, I don't want another slice. And that's a, that's not a great endorsement of pizza. I mean, a white pizza though, I find tends to be a little bit more rich anyway. It's kind of yes. like the Alfredo of pizza. One hundred percent. It. I mean, it was super duper rich, but it but it was also like not like worth how rich it was. I was I was eating it. I was just like, this is an indulgent that indulgence that. I, I, again, I just, I, I, it, it, if it, this is very, very simplistic, but if it tasted better, um, I'd be more into it. Maybe it needed more bacon and, and garlic. Um, the hot link I thought was pretty good. I, it, was, it was my favorite thing I got there. You know, I think their they're smaller form factor, their personal pizzas, that's the thing they have figured out. And I did like that spicy red sauce a lot. I like the jalapenos and banana peppers on there. As I mentioned on the show a number of times, I am something of a heat seeker. And this one was decently spicy. I feel like if I'd gotten this as a lunch, I'd be like, this is this by itself is perfectly fine. Everything else underperformed. Mitch, what about your pizzas? Well, I just got the one pizza, Nick, um, which maybe I should have gotten. I should have gotten more of my issue. Look, I I just I don't know how to feel about I, this place is the place is it's weird to me, Nick. I, I, I like I said, I got <laughs> I got I got the I got the meat eater. Yes. And I added banana peppers and tomatoes to it. And so you think you knew better. I thought I, I, th- I thought it, yeah. I thought it needed something else because it's got the onions on there. But I thought I just I just wanted to change it up a little bit. And you know what? I'm glad I did because the veggies to me actually did stand out here and they worked well. The uh, the cherry tomatoes. I'm I'm okay with cherry tomatoes. A lot of people don't like them on pizza, but I liked it. And the uh, the banana peppers. But to me, it's like that the level of ingredients tastes like Subway esque. The- that is damning. Yeah, like the, I think it's maybe not great product. I'm with you. The 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 meats in particular, the the uh, pepperoni and they they just break up these meatballs. They have these meatballs, and you're like, oh, those would be good if they were like sliced or something. But then they just break them up like into little like you were talking about, like how Chicago does pepperoni or whatever, or deep, like a lot of deep dish places do, like the crumpled up pepperoni. They just crumple up these meatballs right on top of the pizza, uh, and. I'm like, why? Why do that? Don't you want like a chunky meatball? The thing is, is that this thing's got so much, the slice has so much flop to it that it's not even going to be able to hold a, a half a meatball. You know what I mean? That's a great point. It's a very floppy slice. It's, it's, I'm just frustrated by this place. I don't even know what, I, I don't even know what to think of it. It just doesn't even make, the whole idea of it doesn't make sense. And we're going to get mad because people are going to be like, Oh, I love Blaze Pizza or whatever, and I but don't to, think so. I don't <laughs> think they're Blaze fanatics. I think yeah. they're. I think this place is expanded because it's convenient and because it's customizable. And I think if you've got a family, every kid can get their own pizza, which I think is huge. And um, I think if you've got an office, everybody can go in and get a lunch amount of food without being like, "Are right. we all splitting a pizza?" Yes, right, one hundred percent. But I don't get the sense, and maybe I'm wrong. Well, it, we'll certainly hear about it in our mentions. Um, but I, it, I don't, I don't get the sense that this is a place that's beloved that has a bunch of super fans. Well, it shouldn't because also just the I'm ordering check system. <clears throat> Keep going. <laughs> the ordering system also doesn't for a pizza place. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like it's like, yeah, 
I guess like you would people just have their favorites when they go there or whatever. But like when you get a pizza, isn't it like getting a pizza like a special thing on a Friday night or once a week or well, once a week is a lot, but like you know, like for a lot of families, once a month or whatever. And it's like that sort of thing. If you discuss of what toppings you're going to get, you discuss it. And it's just that the, the, that line thing of being there, it just, it seems like too much pressure, Nick. I don't like the pressure of it. Mm. I don't think the combos really work. The Greek salad to me was, it looked good. And then I got it and it was like a lot of like the feta and stuff that I saw. It looked like a bright salad. All I got was like a lot of like wet lettuce. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. And I and, don't think their salads are good. Yeah. The, 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 honestly, the meats just tasted kind of poor quality, but the vegetables were okay. And there were moments of eating it where I was like, oh, this is having this fresh baked. It is decent. It's not terrible. I don't like hate this pizza, but like, this is what it's hype. This is like a big, this is, this is it. This is like Eliza saying, this is, this is what you came out with. This is, this is the next step. What is this? Hmm. It's nothing. <laughs> It's like another mediocre pizza fucking pizza chain. And like the the thing that makes it the 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 thing that even makes it worthwhile is the fact that like if you're at Universal City Walk or you're at like a plaza, it's a place where you can have pizza for lunch if you want to. If you're yeah. working in like an office building nearby, it's 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 a it's a pizza Definitely. for lunch place. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't fucking I don't see why people want it. I don't see why people want this in their lives. I just don't get it. Well, I mean, okay, to 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 just to play devil's advocate, if you were, you could say a similar thing about Chipotle. Of just like, there's so many better Mexican places than Chipotle, but the sure. convenience and the customizability of Chipotle is like what makes it someplace but, that but people go to. Starbucks. Go. It's the same or Starbucks, thing. Starbucks, one hundred percent. Orders for blah. You know the options. Yes, yeah. you can put together. I think is the that that uh, was probably the thinking behind it. Is it popular enough to have people know those options? <laughs> but then the other thing too is that it, with Starbucks and and Chipotle, like I was saying, like with Chipotle, if you're getting like a chicken bowl with rice or whatever, Eliza, like you were saying, that is like to me more of a dinner thing, and that's something that I can do a couple times a week and be like, oh, this isn't terrible for you, and I'm eating okay. Pizza is more special than this, I guess, to me. I don't know. I, it, it, <laughs> yeah, it does feel like they're splitting the difference between the two different types of pizza place and making a nothing in between. So it's not a trash, we just got a huge pie, it came fast, it came hot, you knew exactly what it was going to taste like kind of mm -hmm. pizza place. But it's also not an artisanal, here's a handcrafted crust with yeah. um, with these interesting toppings. Um, it's somewhere in between those, which means it's like, like you want you want to you you want to run full force at one of those types of pizza. You don't want some sort of a little bit of both thing because it's yeah. just it's not doing what either of those do successfully. Yeah. Uh, well, we should yeah. get to our final thoughts on you, Blaze you verbalize pizza. that way way better than I could have. I mean, you're you're Thank you're right, one hundred percent. Um, and uh, I, let, uh, so uh, Liza, you've done the show before, but just to refresh her, we'll each sort of give our closing argument regarding this week's chain. Mm -hmm. and conclude by giving it a fork score from zero to five. You are a guest. We will begin with you. Um, I also, I forgot to say earlier, the keto gluten-free crust, did I say this maybe? <sighs> was good. Oh, I did mm. say it. Okay, never mind. Um, I would say this is not good food, but as someone with a lot of dietary restrictions, it got a lot closer than a lot of 
options. And I like that it's a place where you could do a bunch of different people could go and get a bunch of different things. The execute, like, so the idea, great. The execution, no. I, I, I wish it was like an American candy bar, you know, like, or, or a little Debbie snack. Like you see a, a zebra cake, you're like, that's gonna, that should be delicious. You taste it, it is not. If mm. you made a little Debbie uh, uh, zebra cake at home, it would be great. But the way they've done it, it's just not worth it. Yeah. Um, but because of the options, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it two forks. Two forks. Fair enough. All right, Spoonman. Your your thoughts. Your fork score. Look, a lot of people think I'm a LeBron hater. Uh, and he 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 bought into this company. And look, he's had a rivalry with my Celtics, so I do, I'm not I don't love LeBron. Um, but guess what, Nick? Just like the Lakers this year with LeBron, Blaze Pizza ain't winning any championships, baby. <laughs> mm, boy. Did you boy, write this what? down? Are you reading this? <laughs> this is his closer for Last Comic Standing. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm addressing Weiger during it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you understand the yeah, show, Mitch. No. <laughs> I'll cross out Weiger for Howie Mandel or whoever the fuck is going to host it. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, 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 I don't I, look, I, I'm not a huge LeBron fan. I'm a Celtics fan. But then also, I think he bought into something that seemed like a hot property. And I just don't see I don't see. Bla- I don't think Blaze Pizza is going to last. I, I, I really I don't. I just don't. I, 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 I maybe I just don't get it. Like, I, like when I was in there and I was ordering, there was a family behind me and I like was nervous and didn't know what to didn't know what to get. And it's like you're supposed to do like you can do the half pizza, which you talked about, Eliza, and then. Like a salad that seems like mm-hmm. more of like a lunch combo, yeah. And maybe that, and 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 maybe they should push that more. I know that that is an option, right? Like half a pizza and a salad. Yeah, lunch I think that, combo. And that was another reason why I wanted to even do it because I was like, I like, I like that. I like it. Not it, that, as I said, my problem with pizza is the onslaught of pizza. You can't like yeah. just a little right. pizza and then it's something else. And this mm-hmm. allows for that, in theory. Yeah, and I and I, I think you just nailed it perfectly with the the thing of like. They created a nothing and trying to and trying to and trying to make something that like appeals to people who are the the ease of Chipotle and also not the complete crap of like a little corner store pizza place that has shitty pizza. You're buying by a slice. Yeah, you're, you're, they kind of just they they created kind of like a nothing. And for me, a Chipotle, like I said, that works to me. I can get a Chipotle. I can get Chipotle for dinner once or twice a week if I have to. I don't. I'm just saying like. If I need to get a Chipotle bowl, I get chicken and brown rice and some and black beans and some salsa on there, and like I feel okay about that. Blaze just kind of bums me out. The pizza's not good enough. I don't know. I, 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 people are going to be mad at me because I feel like I don't get it. But it's it's it's. I'm going to go two forks too. I, I don't I don't wow. care. Can I two forks? Can I go interject ahead, with some thoughts on whether or not people are going to be mad at you? Yes. Because I have found the Blaze Pizza subreddit. Wow. And there are 71 members. Wow. And no That's one it? Has, no one has posted. The most recent post was seven months ago. Um, there, there, It's a lot of like coupon codes from seven months ago. And then after that, a post from eight months ago that just says, Blaze Pizza is just okay. <laughs> like, no, I don't think there's going to be... 
And maybe I don't think you know the, what the Blaze Pizza stands are going to come for you because I don't think they exist. Maybe that, maybe that, and maybe that's enough. Maybe that's better than a, you know what? Maybe that's better than Sparrow or something, or, or like a a place that's kind of shitty and you can't do the same thing. And maybe that's, maybe it just being okay is fine. And that's yes. But in in, in my head, I, I felt like this place was supposed to be like a good new pizza place, and I think it's just kind of like whatever. Well, okay, I will say that I think maybe a lot of people feel pretty neutral about this, but I think that's part of its success that it is just so down the middle and acceptable. There's it's just mm. like, I like, like, I guess the question is, does this clear a baseline of acceptability for a personal pizza? For me, it does, but I'm also including my experiences dining in when you get it fresh and then you just eat in the restaurant, which it is like, Hey, you, you get a fresh pizza right out of the oven. Um, that's just been baked. That'll, yeah, you know, that'll usually even a mediocre one will be, it will be a decent experience. Yeah. Um, taking it home it yet, yeah, it starts to get, it starts to sog a little bit, but I will say it, it, this is, it's literally the fastest growing chain restaurant in history. Like wow. it is like it exploded over the course of the 2010s. I think uh, we'll see if that really well. <laughs> you are welcome. Fascinating. <laughs> we'll see if that trajectory c- continues into the 2020s or if, you know, just at the every they everything that's that's changed about the 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 restaurant industry and industry in general because of the plague if that's going to affect it or or maybe just the bubble burst and it was going to anyway i don't know what's going to happen but it has been a, a huge success uh whether people feel passionately about it or not maybe because Lebr- they don't feel passionately about lebron it. should fucking dunk this chain in the trash get rid of it wow wow i think we should pitch that to the room and see if anybody can beat it <laughs> <laughs> Dunk it in the trash. <laughs> oh, no, I really feel like we can beat it. <laughs> dunk I, it in um, the dunk it in the ocean. Okay, yeah, no, we're still just maybe we should take a break. Dunk it in the. <laughs> we're they're dunking in the. Uh, dunking uh, things is like good, right? Yeah, yeah. That's why you should dunk it in the trash. I think. Be sad. Good, I, 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 yeah, I get what you're saying. My only modification would be sadly slide it into the trash because I feel like that's the vibe of this that's, pizza. Yeah, that's fair. It doesn't even take it. Should, it, should, it doesn't even deserve the effort of a dunk. No, it's just like, oh, you know what? I'm done. I'm not going to finish it. Does anybody want it? No. Okay. <laughs> that's that's. A, a yeah, I'm splunk. I mean, it it is like a not. It is a pizza I was not excited to finish, and so mm-hmm. I think I will. I I think I'm gonna go just slightly above the consensus because I think it's it's maybe a just a it's it's not execrable. It's okay. I, I think it's perfectly acceptable, um, and uh, I think it has its place in the chain restaurant world. So I'm gonna say this is a two and a half fork chain for me. Mm. Uh, but you know, nothing, nothing mind blowing. Not a place I'd go out of my way to go to. It, it's just like if this was the place that people were going, I wouldn't like throw a fit. And I think that that's where Blaze Pizza is for me. Can I be honest yeah. with you? Yeah. In my head, I was the entire time it was two and a half forks, but I heard Eliza's two, and I went with two. <laughs> See, I feel like yeah, I feel like I uh, last time I went way lower. I was considering one and a half, but wow, wow. I it's mean, just is, it, the it's theory perplexing. of it is good. The pizza I ate in my mouth was not. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it's just the execution, and uh, you know, it's that, that. I guess that's the other thing when you're when you're scaling up so rapidly. Uh, you know, you have to make sure that that's 
that it can be replicated. Your product can be replicated in all these new locations you're opening. Uh, but hey, that was our review of Blaze Pizza. It's time for a segment. Here, an organic Doughboys convention has finally been formalized as part of the show. We are going to name our four essentials in a given category. It's the debut of our new segment, Mount Gushmore. <laughs> what? And Mitch, Mount Gushmore. This is what we're gushing about. Um, this is this is this, what this kind is, of that's the segment. Do you mean like gushing like like emotionally like I'm gonna like like ah oh, these four things are so good. I'm so gushing not, about so them. So not like vaginally. <laughs> no, I wasn't thinking I mean, of any sort of discharge. That's we, that's emotional. Also, <laughs> this, this is the Mount R- Gushmore WAP special. <laughs> Weiger and I would be on Mount Drymore. <laughs> and hey, with Earth to Ned about to debut on Disney Plus, or actually already being out now on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. the category for Mount Gushmore is Space Aliens. Your Mount Rushmore of Space Aliens. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mitch, I know you, we've already talked about some space aliens over the course of this episode. Will any of them ascend to being on our Mount Rushmores? We'll find out. Great question. Uh, Eliza, mm-hmm. your guest will begin with you unless you would like to defer. Your first choice. Now, this th- these are these are the the culturally most important aliens, right? Not just like my favorite. I always think of it as a personal thing. I think of it as, as uh, we usually on the show it's our favorites, but you can view it through whatever prism you like. Okay. Um, I think this still fits for both. I'm going to pick the uh, the Xenomorph from Alien. Wow. wow. Great pick. Very Damn. powerful alien. Mm-hmm. Difficult to defeat in combat. Now, can we not repeat picks, Wags? Yeah, I think... Yeah, like there's the- no Teddy Roosevelt... Or, or, there's no two Roosevelts on the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> no! I- <laughs> We, well, we're, we're each building our own. We're set each of building our own Mount Rushmore. Oh, so I'm oh, saying. Okay, okay, okay. Never mind then. Sorry. There should be two Teddy Roosevelt's. Um, <laughs> he would have. There shouldn't <laughs> even be one. <laughs> I. That's a great choice. I mean, a xenomorph might come up on my. Mount. I mean, it's one of the greatest aliens of all time. Uh, you, how can how can you top it? The movie uh, is called have, Alien. You can have a more um, efficient reproduction cycle i'll i will say that is that's, that's where true. they falter it's like this this is too complicated what are you doing <laughs> you're planting an egg you're bursting out of a chest it, 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 and then you're then you're making a pod to make another egg planter yeah and, the, they could on. have been more they definitely could have been more efficient but that's why we love them <laughs> it's true it is why we love them yeah nick is it my turn or your turn it's your turn I'm going to go with one of the biggest aliens of all time. Um, now, does he mean Jesus. biggest in size or does he mean biggest in terms of uh, importance? We're going to we're about to find oh, out. Wow. Maybe both. With my pick, Yoda, <laughs> I choose. Oh, wow. That's a big one. Wow. Another powerful alien. This guy. Wow, there he is. Wow. He, he was right on your table. You didn't pick him. No, he's a, a magic figurine. eight ball, too. So you wow. Whoa, very cool. Does it yeah. say Yoda like phrasings? Yeah. Oh, you oh, know. Nick, Nick, you froze. Nick froze. Hello, hello. Am I here? 
Hello, hello? Does, I think you're asking me. Okay, you're back. And you're you back. Asked, but I think you asked a good question while you were gone. Yes. Does he have, are the answers in Yoda-like phrasings? And yes, That's they correct. are. Wow. They, yeah, they are. Let's see. Um, let's see. Uh, certain I cannot be. It cannot be. No. Um, uh, impatient are you? No. Um, you know, stuff like that. Right. That's good. Yeah. yeah, that's really good. It was my Again? sister. She got it for Christmas, and I was like, yoink, you're a teenager. You don't need this. <laughs> I'm a little kid. I, I, it's important to me. Again, I shake. On do- <laughs> hmm? I said, uh, again, shake, which is like a very, <laughs> the, that's like when they, when one of the sides of the, the die is, they, they had no other answer, so they said, shake it again. Mm. Um, was guesting on Doughboys a good use of Eliza's time? So, oh. No signs point to. Uh, certain I cannot be. <laughs> Yoda, Nick. Tell, hey. are, you, are you a Baby Yoda fan? Or are you only like the, uh, the grown-up kind? I'm not I adore Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. I think oh, Baby Yoda is so cute. So precious. What a great character design. Mm-hmm. Natalie and I were watching The Mandalorian, and every time Baby Yoda came on screen, we lit up. Look at that guy. He's the best. precious. I believe in freedom of choice, and I would have chose to fucking abort that little baby Yoda. What? <laughs> Why? Jesus Christ. So you like Yodas, but not baby Yodas. I just wanted to say something that would make me a big villain, and I did it, okay? I've <laughs> <laughs> been doing it throughout this episode. Well, I was trying to set us all up for, hey, Weiger, did you tell Mitch that Gina Carano from The Mandalorian is on Earth to Ned. It's true. I don't want to abort Yoda. <laughs> I was kidding, everyone. <laughs> it's a comedy podcast. What if Yoda heard you? Think about his feelings. Uh, I'm yeah. sorry, Yoda. <laughs> Yoda he wanted to be friends with you before, but then he heard that. Look. Baby, I think Yoda represents the Star Wars. As for aliens, I think he represents the world the best. Chewbacca, I love Chewbacca, but very cool. He doesn't, uh, but the Yoda is just such an alien. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get what you it's mean. A, a great character alien. design. Yeah, he's um, got the alien I, I ears. One hundred percent. And uh, you both picked very powerful aliens, different kinds of powerful aliens. Xenomorph mm-hmm. or a morseless killing machine. Yoda, of course, has the Force powers. I'm going to pick a powerful alien of my own. I'm referring to Kal-El, a.k.a. Superman. Oh, wow. yeah. That's one of those, like, you forget he's an alien alien. Yeah. But he uh-huh. is. It's he his is. whole thing. Yep, it kind of counts, yeah. It counts. It doesn't kind of count. It counts. Yeah, he came here in a spaceship. I mean, what else do you need? Yeah, I'm sure. Is I, it because he's can... humanoid? I, I I can see how like it kind of counts a little bit. Yeah, no, it's a yeah, no, it kind of counts a little bit. <laughs> uh, all right, Eliza, you're up. Your second pick. Um, my second point pick's gonna have to be ET. Um, wow, great does, choice. Does the movie hold up? Hmm. Um, also, Weiger was wrong. We we should go in a snake draft style. But well, all right, oh, Liza, so whatever. Back the other way. That would only benefit you though. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but E.T. was very important to me as a kid. I was a member of the E.T. fan club. I had mm. a card in my wallet that was an E.T. backstage pass that came with my membership. I had to take an E.T. pledge. Wow. Um, it, it, it hit, it, 
gross uh, white dog poop E.T. is still one of the most upsetting movie yeah, yeah. images. Yeah, it looks um, awful. So yeah, E.T. Yeah, he looks like shit. He really yeah. looks like shit. Yeah, he looks like when dog poop dries, the dog poop dries out. <laughs> wow. All right, Mitchell, your second pick. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna repeat picks because honestly, the xenomorph. And you better scoop me then, because it's just gonna keep happening. Yep. Xenomorph and E.T. would would uh would would definitely make my would make my list. But um, my second pick is a classic gray. Wow. That was gonna communion? be it was you gonna be pick, mine. You picked communion alien? <laughs> I picked the classic gla- gr- uh, classic gray. Jesus. Classic gray alien. You can see him in a lot of different things. Yeah, it's a great it's a great alien. Yeah. The probing alien. There's the a probing in communion. Alien. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Walken gets probed. There's a probing scene. That are, were those the aliens also in um uh Ian uh ba, 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 um yeah yeah close encounters yeah. close encounters kind of they're cl- they're cl- they're close enough band, yeah they but fit under like the one umbrella tall one right that one yes. like, has to bend to get down hmm. I didn't get I was, I, you know I was I was it was tough because I was I shouldn't say what the other one was so I won't in wow. case it, it doesn't come up uh, gray is a good choice. There you go. Have it as your plus one. Okay. Um, gray is a great choice. I am going to go pivot from the Star Wars universe that was mentioned to the Star Trek universe. Mm. And the top Cleon, Worf. Klingon? Yeah. yeah. You, what did you call it? You call, it sounded like you said Klingon. Klingon. Oh, I mean, that's a universe that talk about a talk about a cue that I can get behind. Huh? <laughs> right. Man, Q is very cool. Uh, Q is very powerful. Real trickster. Um, so, uh, so why Worf of all the Star Trek alien options? He's Not cool. Spock? I like that. I like Spock. I like that he's logical. I could probably have a better con. Like, I'd probably engage in conversation more easily with Spock. But I like that Worf is strong, <laughs> and that's a big part of it for me. Okay. I think it'd be cool to hang out with him because he's powerful. I feel like the only notable thing about that I remember about Worf was that he went into heat. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's they a, had this Klingon going into heat stuff. Yeah. That'll happen. Um, yeah. The occasional, they, they have like a puberty phase that they, they revisit in adulthood. Yeah. I like it. It's part of what makes him cool. All right. That's my <laughs> second pick. Eliza, your third head on Mount, on Mount space. I guess Mount alien war we're calling it. Yeah. Well, as a hilarious, uh, 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 TV, uh, entertainment business person, gonna have to pick Alf. Uh, oh, Alf is my great. boy from Melmac. <laughs> Look, I don't like the eating cats either. I think, I think we're both going to agree on that, Fuck but you. he was able to control himself. And besides that, he's got wise cracks. He likes Hawaiian shirts. How's he going to surf? What's that about? Uh, hey, LeBron wow. James should dunk that pizza into the trash. <laughs> really got- oh, boy. See, if he said it, that would work. <laughs> You'd love that. You'd be like, ah, oh, man, he's making life hard for this family. He's a little alien, little uh, alien ha- Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> I believe it was of the same era. <laughs> he's a piece of shit, Alf is. Wow. Wow. What happened to you? He's a fucking, he, he eats what cats. What did he do? 
I'm a cat. Oh fan. yeah, that's a thing. You like yeah. yeah I'm a cat fan too. I'm not. I'm not. Like some, I, I, just because someone has a proclivity, if they can control it, he can't help that that's what he wants. But he look, doesn't indulge, and that's got to be hard for him. I respect it. If Alf comes near my cat Wally and Irma, I'm fucking knocking its teeth out of its snout. A fucking piece of shit. You'd I punch fuck, Alf. I'd punch Alf right in his snout. Wow, even if he was like sick. Yeah, especially he if he was for, sick. For Wally and Irma because he had been injured and he was like if he was like the ET who was in the ditch when he was all white, but he was Alf, you'd still be like, fuck you. Just yeah, punch him. fucking he looks yeah, he look, well, I wouldn't want to punch him because he'd look gross like that white turd, but <laughs> piece of There's shit. Is, al- you're ice cold. A, cat, a cat murderer. He's a cat murderer. He, yeah, he, he does. It's his people. They are it's their their culture and their bodies. They can't help that that's what they digest. Mm-hmm. It's true. I would never let him eat my cat. Would I turn a blind eye and see and let him roam the neighborhoods at night? Yeah, I would. Cuz life Not is me. difficult. That's fucked. That's that's nature, you know. The sometimes the alligators pull the 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 baby gazelle into the swamp, and that's just the way things are. Not in my world. In your world, your cat wears a chainmail bikini <laughs> and hangs out with you. <laughs> I'm gonna go with a with something even more fucked up than Alf. Wow. For my my choice. I'm going with the thing. <gasps> wow, the thing. Ooh, very scary, very powerful. Choice. Man, that's another that that I have the same reaction to that as I do to Superman, where like I wouldn't have thought alien. I would have thought monster. With Superman, I wouldn't have thought alien, I would have thought superhero. But you guys, you're expanding my my horizons. How uh, now here's the question. Yes. How the hell do you put the thing on fucking Mount Rushmore? Is it his final form where he's like the fucking, like when he has a lot of heads and shit and the, at the end of the yeah. movie? Or like a dog head with like some weird mm. blobby stuff around it. Yep. Extra flesh. Yep. Just put Brimley up there. Everyone loves Brimley. Yeah. All right. I agree. Brimley goes on my Mount Rushmore. Was that the head when he was just like the, the insect head? Hanging out? He, Brimley, Brimley is the thing. Uh, Brimley, for spoiler, oh, spoiler. Right, 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 right. Okay. Brimley is he is the thing at one point, but I, but I think that final head. I'm not sure if that is. I'm not sure if it is Brimley or not. You know what I'm Brimley, talking about? Yeah, I don't know. When yes, the yes, yes. With all the yes. legs. Yeah. Oh no, that oh oh the little when it's a, when it's the spider head. No, that's yes. another guy. That's okay. the guy who has the heart attack, and he uh, and they and they go to to revive him and then his chest breaks open and then he bites the other guy's arms off it's that scene is so is so fucked up it's awesome that's the thing for that's the thing uh for me i feel like that movie is like a collection of scenes not in a bad way but i don't remember mm-hmm. an overall plot i just remember different moments of very cool or very tense yeah um, that's so. that scene where they're testing blood is like one of the most tense scenes in any sci-fi horror movie it's great yeah. Um, yeah, and a great but, choice from the Spoon Man, the Thing. Thank you, Wise. Great third alien, th- third alien. Was trying to say. And hey, my third alien, one of the duo of Kang and Kodos. Wow. From the Simpsons, oh. I am choosing Kodos. Wow. Because uh, he's, most, he's voiced by uh, Dan Castellaneta as opposed to Harry Shearer, voiced by, voiced by Kang. So I'm going with Kodos. Kodos is on my Mount Mount Alien more. Hmm, how to cook for. 40 humans. 
Great bit. (laughs) Great season two bit. Great Uh, presence in the Trios of Horror episodes. Yeah. Every time they show up, that's a lot of fun. Uh, 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 No complaints. All right, Eliza, your final pick. This is really tough. This is really tough. Okay. Can I can I give some options and then pick? Or should I just sure. pick? Yeah, no, we'll help. This yeah. it's not a competition, even though we will say at the end, choose your favorite. Okay. Well, Mitch will say that. So some of the contenders, I'm thinking the piggies from Ender's Game. Well, it's actually wow. from like the third or fourth book in the series. Very nerdy. The aliens from Cocoon. Mm, those are good. Right? The good aliens pick. from Batteries Not Included. Wow. Oh boy, yeah. They were cute. I'm going to go with the sandworm from Dune. Wow. Damn, that sandworm. That's good. thing will fuck you up. Yeah. It really will. But like if you're the Mwadib, you will turn into one. So it's yeah. also an ascendant level that you could become through your spice use. Wow. I never seen That's the movie. Great, I read the book, choice. but I never saw the Lynch movie. It's okay. It's weird. Yeah. I he bought took, it and he, I haven't watched it. He, I uh, believe, took his name. I think it's one of those movies that's attributed, or at least part of it is attributed to Alan Smithy, which is the oh, name okay. that um, mm. directors yes. and, and writers will use instead of their own when they don't like how something came out. Which, by um, the way, Doe, Doughboys is now Doughboys with Alan Smithy and Alan Smithy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's... Sandworm but, from Doom. Yeah. Dude. Excellent choice. All right, Mitch, your final pick for Mount Alien Moore. My final pick. Do I choose nah, nah, the Mars Attack Aliens mm-hmm. <laughs> or <laughs> Predator Alien? I couldn't really do it. But I <laughs> right? Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to, uh, there's a video of, on YouTube of the guy doing the voice. That's like more male. You gotta like roll your. It's a very like flimsy. Really, I thought it was more like a ticking, like alien kind of thing. It's like a. This yeah, kind of like radio. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Or do I go with the alien that created them all, and especially created the xenomorph, and maybe even created all of us? I'm talking the engineer. Wow. From Prometheus. Ugh, boo! <laughs> no, no, Prometheus, don't go with him. No, Prome- Prometheus. No, Prometheus no. is <laughs> Prometheus no. is the most, maybe the most hmm. dumb, stupid, Prometheus. Disappointing. <laughs> Prometheus is maybe the most underrated film of the 2010s. <laughs> Wow. The number one most bold Eli- take. Eli- Eli- Eliza's leaving. <laughs> Prometheus is so great. I, 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 Prometheus I, is mitochlorians. Prometheus sucks. Hot Prome- take from Mitch. Prometheus is great. This, I, I, I beg anyone to find a better. Speaking of baby Yoda abortions, I, find, I, I, I challenge anyone to find a better sci fi scene than the scene where. Um, uh, uh, rapace. What's her name? Um, uh, the, the, the it's is it Numi Rapace? Numi yeah, Ra- I, think I don't so. know how to say. I probably yeah. am not pronouncing her name correctly. But where she gets the alien abortion, I, I you can't find a better sci-fi scene than that. In you the just in start, 
you you have like an abortion alien thing happening. No, no, I no, I do not. The, I do not have. It seems that is, like you have kind of an a, alien abortion thing. Find me a better and look alien abortion. I don't know anyone else who's a connoisseur of them as you are. The engineer is Jesus like. I'm a Catholic boy. Yes, my mind went to the Navi. I love the Navi, and Nick is probably going to choose it now. I just put it in his head. But the engineer rules. The engineer's cool looking. That scene. You're gonna lead a lonely you, life, Mitch. You can't find. <laughs> you can't find a better. You can't. You, you, you can't find a better sci-fi scene in the last twenty years than that scene where where she gets the alien abortion. You can't. You can't do it. No one can do it. Mm. Okay, wait a minute. I know Weiger has not even made his choice yet, but have you? Did, did you say a sci-fi scene or sci-fi alien? You know what? Sci-fi either scene. way. Did you see District Nine? Yes. And, and do you think that that's better than all of District Nine? I think the scene where she gets the the alien taken out of her stomach is like one of the best sci fi scenes in the in the turn since the turn of the century. Just What's a scorching hot take from the, Mitch. The the the, the, the watch the it watch sex scene like it's not it's so upsetting. <laughs> watch the scene. I er, mm. not you. I'm saying uh, listeners. You guys don't have to. <laughs> I'm just gonna yeah, listen to Eliza. Say, like, you, you can, you don't you have can to. skip it. <laughs> just because Mitch is saying it doesn't mean you have to track it down. Hey, my final pick. Sorry, Mitch. No, <laughs> it's good. It's good. Wiger, you like Prometheus too, and you're just being silent. I've never seen it. Uh, my final what? pick is. My final pick is we haven't done anything for video games yet, and That's I'm going gonna... to a game franchise. Wow. I'm referring to Metroid and picking another galactic bounty hunter along the lines of Boba Fett. Doesn't count. Samus. Samus for Metroid. Josh Gad's love, (laughs) Qbert. Qbert is Qbert an alien? I think so. He seemed like he was in space jumping around on those cubes. Yeah, I guess that is like it. So maybe not. Samus doesn't count. Samus counts. No. Samus counts. Him. Why do you think he counts? Why do you think he doesn't count? In- Samus a, is a she. Interesting you say it's a she. She. But okay. it is in the first game, it is teased as we don't know what's underneath that armor. And then if you get the true ending, it's like, oh, Samus was a she all along. And let oh, me tell you. And that's, and that's, yeah. that's when Weiger jacked it. <laughs> yeah, right. He was jacking it the whole time. He's like, he doesn't love a mystery. Come on. <laughs> That was Mount Gushmore. Uh, let us know who's Mount Gushmore. You thought? Whoa! Rain Supreme. Hold on a second. What? I am just. I'm looking at the Samus reveal right now, and I didn't realize. I did not realize that it did was. She take her boobs out. That she is. It's kind of. Wow. Yeah. It's she's very like revealing in an eight bit sense. Yeah. No, you you get to see her in a in a bikini. Especially for a uh, strapless bikini. Yeah. Especially I, for back then in the in the eight bit days. Damn. Uh, yeah, I would like had... to, to shout out things left on the table, <clears throat> like Marvin the Martian and those Muppets that go yip, 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 uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I wish, I wish we had room for them all. We didn't even hit the candidates. Men in Black universe, the coffee yeah. aliens and so on. There's there's an abundance of options. There's so many possible aliens in the world of sci-fi, and some would speculate reality, but those are the ones we chose. Let if us you, know. Hey, if you think my team was best, hashtag Mitch's mutants oh well if you think my team was the best um pursue some kind of interest or hobby that 
would better your life. <laughs> oh wait. Hashtag Mitch's Martians. How the hell did I get that? Like, How did I get French that wrong? or something? Spanish if you don't know it. That's handy. Um, yeah. Maybe Just use Mitch's, Mitch's Martians because he's going to be mad if he doesn't win. Uh, don't worry about the other hashtags. That was Mount Gushmore. Just yeah, like a restaurant right. by your feedback. I'm going to be really mad in a week when I don't win. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, he's mad already. Oh, no. Mad at Weiger. Uh-oh. Hey, maybe this will cheer you up. Just like a restaurant, we value your feedback. Let's open up the feedback. And Mitch, we have a voicemail today. Let's go mm. ahead and listen to this one. One second here. Okay, hi. Mitch, you're my celebrity crush. Here's my question. What food would you rather eat for the rest of your life every day rather than have to give it up completely so basically what food would you you know rather never sacrifice in order to have to eat every day honestly as embarrassing as it is for me it's probably pizza okay i'm hollis from nashville and that's my answer love you guys Bye. wow wow uh, Big confession up top, and an interesting question. What food would you agree to eat every day if the alternative meant you could never have it again? Kind of seemed like a high question. Celebrity. Yeah, the way it was crafted. That it, that it is an interesting question. It's just, <laughs> it's just hey. what would you eat every day, right? So, and I she knew she was... She, leave she the future she, Mrs. Mitchell alone. I was about to say, she knew she was giving you the answer that, that the right answer. I, I think... <laughs> I think she's really what she's doing. This is a this is a don't I know you? Haven't we met before? Um, <laughs> this is a you don't need to answer this. This is just so we can start talking. <laughs> so I mean, I'm sorry. Answer it, but like, call the girl back. Well, I didn't even catch her name. Sadly, when when the when the voicemail was played. Oh no! And there's no way to play it again. Oh my god! <laughs> I guess this is a lost love. Goodbye, my sweet. Um. <laughs> So explain this to me. I, I was also celebrity is just far off. Uh-uh. Chubby you're... podcaster. No way, man. You're I, I, I've been on uh, quote unquote red carpet or stepping repeats with you and you are the show. People want to see that. If you remember uh, correctly that night when we were at the red carpet, which was at San Diego Comic-Con, yes. I bought a new outfit because I had nothing that looked good enough for a red carpet. That and if you also remember, I kept my shirt open because I was sweating through the armpits and I needed to yes. not have wet armpits by the time yes. we got to the red carpet. None of that has anything to do with whether or not other people would view you in the realm of celebrity. Yeah. That's just like there- you not living up to you know, some basic human expectations. <laughs> and there's a possibility the party, there were all kinds of people who were like, Ooh, Ooh, what's Mitch. It's Mitch from Doughboys. Ooh, Mitch. Ooh, Ooh. I know. Cause Hold I just on. like kind of stood behind you, like picking up the, the, the snacks other people dropped. So, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was you who was doing that over. And no, over it wasn't. It fully wasn't. Uh, <laughs> um, people love you. Yeah. The, the the question the, the question is can, can you the question is that you have to give up either you have the food every day or you give it up yeah imagine you never this have choice it again. yes yes 
So what so, is it? What is a food when presented with that option? He, I will take this away from you forever, or you must have this every day for the rest of your shit. life. What is a food you would say like, I'll take, I'll eat it instead? I mean, That's like the option I'll choose. Just just shitting on on pizza for lunch. <laughs> I will look like a huge hypocrite to say pizza, but I couldn't have pizza taken away from me. You also said mm. that that's your favorite food. I I, I don't think yeah. it's hypocritical at all. You, it is it is it is my favorite food. It is a food that I rarely ever have for lunch or even want to have for lunch. It's a dinner food for me. Well, you could have it for uh, dinner every day. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right. I mean, like besides, I'm only eating at at lunch if it's at a sketch cram wager, uh, a sketch cram run by you, the old UCB show. Oh boy! Where basically you'd pay in Domino's, you get paid in Domino's pizza. <laughs> pizza is not uh, a currency. <laughs> but um, that's the closest you ever got paid from any UCB show, though. <laughs> Maybe the only compensation you ever received from the theater. I think there would be a couple things where if they, where I could never have them. I think I, I think I would say. I think there's a lot of things that I would say I would do it every day instead of losing it. See, I would take it more basic. I would say eggs. Mm-hmm. I was like, going to say eggs. That's yeah. also my answer. Yeah. I think that that it's just like if it's almost like you could never have eggs again or you must have them every day. But no I'll just have eggs every day. I'll yeah. figure that out. No problem. Scramble them, fry them, soft boil them as That's Mid- good. Mitch would yes. in his little short suit. <laughs> <laughs> but if you were going to say also, like. If someone said cheeseburger to you, you'd never have a cheeseburger again. I think I could not. I could not yeah. have a cheeseburger. For, I don't That's think I could have insane. a cheeseburger every day. I think that would get tiring. But I think Fucking you know what I. But are we saying might all say, foods are you either eat them every day or you never ever get to have them again? I think it's one specific one where, when presented with this choice, you would choose in the affirmative. Like, what's a specific food where, hey, I you I I know yes. that I would I would prefer to have this every day versus never having it again. And I think it would be an easy choice. Like, yes, choosing to have a, a cheeseburger every day. That's a tough choice. You'd be like, God, yeah. I mean, I guess if I can ever. But with eggs, no sweat. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I can have an egg every day. If, no if cheeseburgers I was gonna... ever again, though? Damn. Don't I can in the that. ocean for crying out loud. Well, I mean, that's, that, well, there you go. That's your priority and why we're all fascinating individuals. And uh, what, what, if someone said, what if someone said hot dog to you? How would you, how would you feel about hot dog? Just like walked by me and was like, hot dog. I, <laughs> I would want to know more. I'd be like, they're fun. What's happening? You I'd know, be Weiger, like, when you, finger. <laughs> when Weiger said that he got the white top, I was trying to, I was trying to build a parody to sharp dressed man where it was like white top, bad crust. And I spent a lot of time on it and uh, I got nowhere, but I just oh. wanted to tell you. You wanted to pitch it in case any, either of us wanted to run with it? Uh-huh. <laughs> you spent a lot of time on it, and that's what you ended up with? <laughs> yeah, yes. That's what you're doing for the bulk of the episode? I was Googling rhymes with crust. Mm. Bust? Um, Rust? Must? Must? And trust? Frust? Mm. Rated? Okay, sorry. We got the king of musical improv here. The queen I of musical improv here. I, I, that's why I brought I'm it up. I failed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, my no, my don't answer be sorry. for yeah, don't apologize to him. My answer for uh uh for a, if something not other than eggs, something that's not like just like a like a like okay, this is if someone was to say that's a cop out, then my answer would be tacos. My own piss. I think if I was going to say you never have tacos again or you must have tacos every day, I think I would say tacos, not my own piss, Mitch. <laughs> no, drinking my own piss every day once a week um, yeah no I, same thing for me I, I tacos i mean you can get there's some versatile you got your breakfast yeah. tacos you got your lunch tacos you got your dinner tacos you could you can get a choco taco too um, and hey if we wow, start expa- would that count 
would that that would, it's called would the a taco. Cre- would the creators be pissed at that? Would the engineers be what, pissed Jesus? off? Oh God, oh. you're bringing it back to fucking Prometheus. No, God damn it, no. <laughs> I don't care deal. what they think. I want to make them mad. They ruined Here's my the- movie franchise that I liked. <laughs> Yo, it's a completely separate thing. You don't have to worry about the alien part of it. Look, here's the other thing. Oh, my God. When it comes to, like, burritos, you know, that's no a, that's a lot. To, but that's a lot to eat every day, a burrito. Yeah. But call me the burrito boy because if you're saying I'm taking it off the table or you're going to eat it every day, I'm going to eat a burrito every day. I'm the burrito boy. Wow. So How can you, you lose a burrito? What if it was what? So so a weird little demon appears in your house, like one of those ones that are jumpy, <laughs> and it's like, ha 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 ha. This and is our, so this, now. This you, already is honestly too much for me. I'm very scared. <laughs> <laughs> very very scared of the devil. This, this this little this little demon is like, ah, a choice is before you. You must choose one food to be eaten every day, or you else see? it is taken away. Mm-hmm. Is it burritos? Or is it pizza? See, now this is harder. If it, if forever, I mean, I would probably choose pizza because I I, I don't want to lose pizza. <gasps> Goodbye, burritos. That's sad. Wow. I would be fucking heartbroken. And yeah. would that mean that you can't roll the pizza up? That's a great point. Starts crossing a line into burrito. Mm, good question. Maybe I could roll the burrito up, put some beef in there. <laughs> it's a pizza roll. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fucked up. The little demon in your house turns out yeah. it's Kowalik. <laughs> I don't. Now get that it. is my salacious. He's he's the salacious to my Jabba. <laughs> Matt Kowalik, our uh, Mitch's former roommate, former birthday boys member, uh, and a frequent antagonist of this podcast uh, for no clear reason. God, no, it's a good reason. <laughs> Anyway, if you have a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 830-GO-DOUGH. That's 830-463-6844. And to get the Doughboys Double, our weekly bonus episode, join the Golden or Platinum Plate Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. Uh, Eliza Skinner, thank you so much for joining us. I'll, I'll just I'll shout out the the one thing we both worked on, Earth to Ned. Uh, ten episodes are now streaming on Disney Plus. It's a fun little alien talk show with some really cool puppets. And some neither really cool of you chose design. Ned as your as your uh, on your Mount Rushmore. What the hell? I don't know. You that could... felt pandery. That, that yeah. felt like it would have been cheating. That's what this... I mean. I, honestly, I would have picked the Clods. Um, wow, the Clods are great. A lot of fun. Uh, Everybody uh, um, this podcast is all about pandering. Speaking of which, okay. <laughs> I love you, listeners. Keep listening out there. We love oh, you. God. Uh, Eliza, the, your new album also, uh, Regarding My Lovers, is out. Tell us about that and anything else you'd like to plug. Uh, yeah, it's um, it's 10 tracks of stand-up comedy recorded in, live in Vermont a couple of years ago. Uh, finally released now. And then it's also five original songs. Um that uh, that I, I wrote and recorded with some uh, cool musician friends of mine, and yeah, it's it's a, it's a mixed bag of all the stuff. I, I was do. gonna say that if Weiger and I had an album called "Regarding My Lovers," it would be a it would be a pretty About quick pizza? listen. <laughs> <laughs> One track, ten seconds long. <laughs> Mumbling a couple of girls' names. <laughs> A lot of apologizing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know I I knew I was doing um, I was going to have put on a lot of material about dating, and so I was like, let's lean into it. 
it's, it's about regarding my lovers. I have heard from a few ex-boyfriends already who are like, wow. <laughs> um, which, which one? <laughs> um, and one that I was like, oh no, I dated you after I recorded this. And he was like, man, well, <laughs> next time you got to put a joke about me. I'm like, all right, sure. <laughs> regarding my lovers too. <laughs> Uh, one of the funniest people around. Thank you so much for joining us. Check out her album. And hey, Mitch, mm-hmm. that'll do it for this episode of Doughboys. And all next time for the Spoonman Mike Mitchell, I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. Enjoy Prometheus. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> On the next Doughboys Double, it's another edition of me talking Talica to you. Me equals Weiger, you equals Mitch. Mitch and I listened through Metallica's recently released S&M 2, their live performance of the San Francisco Symphony, and talked through some notable tracks. Plus, we finally settled that whole Lars Napster debacle. Get the Doughboys double every Tuesday only at patreon.com slash doughboys. Want to see the sources for this week's intro? Check the episode description. That was a HeadGum Podcast. Tuesday, March 26th at 7.30 p.m. Pacific, the live finale of Munch Madness 2024, the Tournament of Champions 9, Dokiero Taco Bell, will be at the Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles. Join us there in person or via our live stream. That's right. And guess what? We got some great guests lined up. Mono Agapian. Wow. John Gabris. Wow. Betsy Sodaro. Wow. The Taco Bell crew has reassembled for this noble act deciding what is the ultimate Taco Bell menu item. You can see it in person. You can see it on the live stream. Get the tickets at the same place. Birdfuck.com. Birdfuck.com. Go to birdfuck.com. Birdfuck.com.